in the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management, providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit acminc.com today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more. Ask your local bud tender about A. K-O. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. 
Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details, specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Trucker style. Drawing first. Do you guys know what that is? Caribou call. Oh, <laughs> I like it. We got a big winner here. <laughs> I already cracked mine open though. Sorry, that's a, I'm already so drinking. Like we always say, it shows rookie it mistake. Or not? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's caribou call season now. Lots of these are going to be popped outside. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh yeah. Springs in the air. Yeah, blue birdie. Springs in the air. Springs in the air. Chris has been out biking it up. Yeah, dude, slush. you've been tearing it up. How many three, days? Three days in a row. Yeah. It's uh, about as good as it gets right now for fat biking. You know who he's the man biking with? AKJ. <laughs> oh, AKJ. Yeah. Oh, right on. Shout I'm going to have you guys move guy. that a little closer to you guys. He's got Perfect. the electric bike, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're electric biking too? No. Oh, I'm okay. acoustic. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> but I will say Jay shreds hard on that thing. It's probably like probably paid about 150 bucks for that bike and then he bought a chinese uh motor off ebay that's what he said yeah he shreds hard like he is <laughs> fast awesome. you know he was another one i guess he, he was at the party and yeah. i'm like where yeah. the hell why how'd i miss him you didn't see jay <laughs> you know after like midnight uh, no, he was there way before. It was still light out. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe He's after like Nick nine o'clock, yeah. things got a little fuzzy for me. <laughs> yeah. so I think that's what it was. It was damn good to see him though. <sighs> yeah, it was really good. I think he was talking about biking and wind foiling. He, yeah. Did he bike there? I think he biked there. Oh, he did? Because he said he lives right He lives right up there, right? So he's like, oh, you're right in my neighborhood. I just biked yeah, down there. Yeah, from there. top from of there. Oh, yeah. But he has the electric bike, yeah, yeah. so he, like, cruises up. Yeah, yeah, it's like five minutes up the hill. Yeah. Yeah. Just had the little LED light on his way back up. <laughs> <laughs> he runs out of batteries. His wife just picks him up. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Just locks all, it to a all, tree. All chained up with the sandbox <laughs> on the back of the truck. <laughs> you got an AKJ sticker right there. Oh, yeah. We should have had him sand that driveway. That was a bit... Oh, it was. Yeah, was, it was yeah, I know. Yeah, that was pretty sketchy. I was like sure. against my like code, man, because I'm like mm. a driveway Nazi at home. Like my driveway's pavement oh. all winter long. Well, if I can control it, like we don't drive on it when it snows. You scrape it. No pack snow because it turns to ice, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the first night when Rena went over there, I, or during the day, I said, "Hey, what's up with the driveway?" She's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you're gonna expect i was like well i'll get there i'll get some salt on it and i got there friday night and i'm like oh no it's too late oh. it's like 10 inches thick you're not gonna like no. get that salt thing to pavement no no. no 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 not without a loader <laughs> no i was hoping i was really hoping somebody didn't fall i mean i'm sure somebody probably slipped but i didn't hear anything and there's enough cars in the driveway that you could just oh, grab grab on. a handle or, <laughs> yeah. or just yeah. fall yeah. into it or something <laughs> that's true yeah yeah, that was a good time. Did you guys expect that many people? Um, we, I think we had a tentative list between 70 and 100 and thinking uh, maybe 50 people will show up. But, but I think 100. it was, yeah, but 100 <laughs> showed up. Yeah. Yeah. And then Just last minute, like, you know, you ask for people to do like, oh, well, you're going to come. Who's going to come? And you don't really hear from people. And then like the last like two days leading up it's just like i'm coming and my wife's coming and my friend's coming and i'm gonna be is my cool if i bring this person just like yeah 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 and they're like okay well we should buy more beer (laughs) yeah we have plenty of that yeah we went good on beer for sure good yeah and for our listeners um 
that may not have heard about our meat party or our annual, excuse me, anniversary party. We celebrated our first annual. That sounds better than a meat party. Yeah, I mean, it, Does it, it? it had a lot of game meat. I say game meat, game meat. Um, yeah, no, we uh, we celebrated our, our first, uh, our, our, our uh, one-year anniversary of uh, Alaska Wild Project. And actually, Ooh. it was really kind of like fifth annual. Well, I used to do it at my party, house, you know, but um, and it was just like a bunch of the boys coming to you know try new recipes and we never invited ladies and it got a little out of control it was a meat, it was a meat party. it was a real meat it was party officially on yeah yeah anyway. you know i'd send <laughs> you the, you yeah the, it you really was a meat party. but then you know i'd send the wife to girdwood and she'd come back and there's throw up on the driveway oh. and someone clogged the <laughs> toilet, toilet and yeah. the, it's just someone's she's still like, asleep in your sleeping bag in the garage yeah someone's like asleep in my wiggies in the garage and she's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> like daniel this is you got to find a different venue for this place (laughs) and so after we got all this all right all right let's step it up a little bit and then we already got plans for next year like a bigger better huge table like yeah yeah, Yeah. we got a really good venue that we're more open concept yeah yeah Yeah. well we we actually had a venue originally in mind and would have actually probably worked out really well had we been able to project what it was but we were really trying to avoid as daniel would say like the junior high dance vibe <laughs> yeah, everybody's I, like just I, like mm-hmm. yeah or if you got like all tables everybody's just sitting down yeah. yeah and the dance floor is like three you know drunk gals on there just like you know um, twerking or whatever so. and jack <laughs> yeah oh yeah and jack i was happy with the house party vibe though i think we oh, need yeah. to bring house party vibes back i think i appreciated mm. that about daniel's game meet parties in the past because we just don't get enough of those Mm-mm, you know the only right. thing missing was like beer pong in the basement yes. yeah it you was know? it makes it oh, a little yeah, bit more totally personal good. i yeah. felt like the house party we want to do that but yeah. i think next time we need to find a homie that has the big enough house that's willing to let mm. us have it there because i think just we're, we're not allowed to vrbo no more <laughs> just be like hey anybody vomits we'll take care of it yeah yeah, yeah we'll yeah. clean it all up and yeah, take care yeah, of it yeah that would, that would be good. We need to hire plan. someone to get the VRBO for us. Someone <laughs> with those five stars. Now. And it's like, hey, we'll pay you $300. Yeah. Run it under your I, name. I, I, did, <laughs> you know, I, I was worried that we we're going to get a knock at the door at some point and be like, oh, what's going I on? I was waiting here. for it. The neighbors are complaining. I was going to ask if that happened, if the cops ever showed up. No, they never mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. They never showed up. No one. Well, no not one not, that, not it that it wasn't loud. that loud, just that they're cars lining the street was crazy. Yeah, that was pretty much the only complaint by the neighbors was that you know there's 80 cars outside yeah it was like a disturbance um even though it was funny because we were talking about it before the show like the graders had just come and like cleared the shoulders yeah so i was like oh shit there's like perfectly good parking enough where everybody can squeeze up and then cars can still drive through and the neighborhood didn't seem like that crazy busy with like cars coming in and out and i figured it being later in the evening it wouldn't be yeah an issue but um we could also ask people to lift there yeah. yeah like like you know that's a reasonable request mm, you know yeah. like hey you know you don't have to but we'd appreciate if you did yeah kind of I, I would have thought more people probably more people should have yeah <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> percent. took yeah. an uber there but the funny thing today as as you know we kind of heard the um the feedback from the vrbo people was the pictures 
because they had cameras around the house. Yeah, they, they had the ring. And, the ring and it's like, well, it looks like you guys had more than 15 people there. And it's just like camera shot. <laughs> 60 people on the deck. <laughs> you know, camera shot of the driveway. And there's just like a ton of cars out there. Like, oh, well. Just send them the emoji back. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I'm I mean, not sure I what happened know. there. I didn't see this. <laughs> but in general, actually, shout out to the owner lady. She she was like, I had no complaints. It was just like the neighbor to VRBO. They let me handle it ourselves. Um, she, and funny thing is, I think Rena was saying that she knew her somehow, and and she was like, even when she told her what it was, I think she she's like a travel person, and she'd heard of the podcast. Oh wow! She was like, oh okay, all right, oh, that's like, okay, awesome. Well. Yeah, and they both shared the their maiden last names. Coincidentally, weird. So they thought maybe they were distant cousins somehow. Yeah. But so. there was no damage. I mean, there was no like you know throw up, and no one broke anything. And it, it was, was a very civil, yeah, uh, house party. Yeah, uh, cool. Chris, Chris was saying he's like, man, I felt like I was in high school. Yeah, with five. But you know the difference. I, I kept saying this over and over. I was like. <laughs> Instead of, you know, Pap's Blue Ribbon and Tostino's Pizzas, <laughs> it was like class. talk shelf, you yes. know, booze and, and beer, and then five-star cuisine, oh, you know, yeah. to go with it. And yeah. and then the company, man, like, I, you know, you think about house parties and, like, back in the day, and, like, it was always fun, but, like, somebody came with, like, beef, or somebody was, like, a tough guy, or, right. you know, there's a gal that came in there, and this gal looked at me wrong, or, it was, like, the most positive fun. Everybody there was engaged in having a good time. Yeah, smiling, laughing, joking, sharing stories, networking, getting to know each other. It was so awesome, man. Yeah, what a grown-up cool. party, man. It was. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I felt real grown. I was like, grown I've discovered there's this thing with Alaska or Anchorage, maybe, but all of Alaska. It's like one degree of separation, and you know everyone. So mm -hmm. I'm, I end up chatting with this gal, Sarah, and met her husband Wes, and they went mm -hmm. to high school with our friends. And it was like yeah. this whole. I'm like, oh yeah. You, cool. yeah. you know, yeah. like we have the Kevin Bacon thing or whatever, six degrees. Is that right? Kevin Bacon? Yes, it's one in Alaska. Yeah, but it's one degree of Ira Edwards. Uh, he was at that party. I think his was the to most talked about. Oh, man. Neil, his his mm -hmm. Moose Wellington. Rang my Bellington. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice. 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 nice dad joke. The, the most, yeah. <laughs> But seriously, the photo of that, oh, just made my mouth water. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it when I was there. Oh, I it, there was a line when he cut it. Really? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. might have been almost gone when you guys showed up. Okay. Or it was like maybe a piece or two left. But Yeah. And it was really cool uh, on his page, I want to say on Sunday, he pretty much mm. posted the how to make it. Nice. So if anyone that's listening, um, like saw it or had a bite of it or interested in, you know, moose Wellington, beef Wellington with whatever cut, you know, moose or whatever you want to do, caribou, he pretty much step by step, yeah, like showed detailed. people with awesome. pictures, like how to do it. Um, man, what a thing to bring to a party. Cause it right. was like pretty ready to go. And he's like, I just need the oven for what was it? 20 minutes. Something like that. Yeah. And just get that I, outside I puffed up, up a little bit. And he, he definitely reminded me <laughs> multiple times. Buco. <laughs> <laughs> Oso Buco, Oso Buco, Oso Buco yeah. was was about thirty minutes behind schedule, mm. so he's like waiting on me. I'm like, oh, dog, I'll get it out of there as soon as I can. I promise. Yeah, it was but, it was really really good. Yeah, amazing. Well, welcome to Alaska Wild Project episode fifty seven. Uh, in the house today we have Chris and Dory from Prince William Salt, Prince William Sound Salt mm. Company. A lot of S's. 
a lot of S's. <laughs> um, I just like to say PWS Salt Co. Yep. Perfect. Is that, oh, there we go. Yep. Thanks for coming in, guys. Hey, thanks for having Excited us. Excited to be here. Long-time listeners, first-time guests. <laughs> All right. Well said. <laughs> that was right. good. Channel 105. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you, right. did you think that up on your way over here? Were you like, this is what I'm going to say? The, start. Uh, it's the extra dry. It's already kicking in. The, those, yeah. those things got pretty high content, some of them. It's like is a kaleidoscope. A, is that more than a cider mosa or is that a... No, cider oh, mosa okay. is the, cider is that's that the high came. octane. Yeah, those high are like 8.4 or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You guys yeah. Ubered here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not driving. Yep. Yep. Jay's Waiting coming outside. to get him an electric bike. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> carriage. <laughs> chariot in the back. Right, AKJ's the coming to pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> AKJ. Um, thanks for bringing the gift, too, guys. You guys um, provided yeah. one of the awesome gifts that um, a lot of people provided, and you guys brought a really cool bag. I know that, I don't remember exactly who took that home, but they were uh, super stoked. It was stoked. actually our friends that came. Oh, really? They're like, I know what this <laughs> is. Oh, yeah, we were that. like, really? It was like, you're going to take, okay. She's like, I'm almost out. I need it. I was trying to sell them on the $100 Serrano's gift card. She's uh, like, nope, I'm taking the salt. It, okay. Well, it was really surprising to see, like, what, people chose and you know there was a lot of good options so it was like yeah, oh, I, don't, cool so I don't know what to get people were super hesitant yeah like oh i didn't want that no <laughs> and then they'd like call There's their significant stuff. other and what like what about that yeah and he'd be like i want the hat <laughs> what was the first thing to go um the first thing to go painting, was right the painting yes mm. yeah okay. the first thing to go was chris owens painting um it's the same design as that buffalo one um but it was the moose the one. The moose one, yeah. yeah. That was nice. so epic. And Ooh. then the second one was Galen Nelson's... Um, trailer meat. hitch? Oh, it was? No, 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 not the trailer hitch. It was oh. the um, the wood, like, charcuterie board thing oh, that he yeah. had that said yeah. 2020 cool. meat party. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 The third thing was his, his fish thing, I think. Uh, was yeah, Galen fish. there? I didn't no, no, he had... His daughter had a um, tournament. Kena yeah. or something. Yeah, Kena, hockey just ruins every parent's weekend. <laughs> Yeah, Somewhere. it definitely impacts things, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get into you guys. I want to get into some of you guys' history. Um, before we get into the questions in the business with the um, PWS Salt Co., um, why don't you walk us through a little bit about your guys' Alaska history and maybe how you guys met and grew up and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, the love story. <laughs> <laughs> and feel free to, like, uh, so as you're yeah. talking, use that and then move it over to, to Dory or whatever so we get the good audio. Yeah, that thing goes wherever you want. So you can, yes. there you go, you can pull it's it all over. Me. It's on me right now. Yep. Uh, so I noticed you took the bright white chair, too. I was like, good job. <laughs> 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 so uh, I guess to you know, make sure your listeners know, Chris and I, yes, we have this company together. We're also married. That's also part of the story. Uh-huh. Um, and we have a, another couple that's partners with us, but we're here tonight. It's all about us. <laughs> we were both born here in uh, Alaska, both born in Anchorage, and we both grew up in Chugiak, both Chugiak graduates. Not the same year, but you know, we knew each other in high school. I thought he was so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I probably was. (laughs) Most high school boys are. I know, right? Um, But his cousin and I were really best friends in high school. And so after high school, um, you know, we just started kind of camping. You do like the house party thing, Mm -hmm. the house party, the camping, all that good stuff. And so we just started hanging out. And there's probably a lot of alcohol involved. And, uh, you know, summer fling and, and, 20 something years later we're still together yeah. <laughs> yeah. cool also high school sweethearts 
Uh, it was it was post high school. I okay. was a couple years into college already. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we both grew up here. Families are here and love Alaska. No plans to ever leave. Um, we love it. Beautiful. Yeah. So and I am not as outdoorsy as my husband is he he can give you all of his passions um but he has drugged me along kicking and screaming oftentimes to adventures and i uh have slowly in my old age uh become more open to embracing these adventures and so in the last couple of years we actually bought a boat and we have become boat people we spend a lot of time out in prince william sound boating with our family and uh, so that's kind of like the new, the new passion. So, nice. but Sweet. but I'll let you t- he can tell you all about his. I think we actually made a boat date. <laughs> oh, you guys uh, had a boat the party, date? didn't we? I'm yeah, pretty sure we, we did. did. Yeah. Well, okay. What kind of all boat right. is it? What do you got? Uh, it's a uh, Ranger Tug R25. Nice. And, oh, cool. Uh, is yeah, it red we, and white? It's blue and white. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's really bougie because I need a bougie boat. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, that's like a condo on the water, man. It is. It's it was pretty much the perfect boat. Um, and actually, it's a funny story. When we we weren't even really serious about buying a boat. This was two summers ago, and um, I caught I caught wind. Yeah, pandemic. I caught wind of this boat for sale, and I saw it pull up. And we were working in our salt shop, and I saw it pull up. And uh, I'm like thinking in my head, if I show Dory this boat, we're going to buy it. And mm. so then I went up and I was like, oh, F it. And I went up to her and yeah. I said, baby, you want to go look at this boat? Because I know if, if we look at it, we're going to buy it. So it was really pandemic impulse decision. And we're super <laughs> happy <laughs> that we that we did it. Um, but yeah, that's been the interesting thing. Like with Dory and I growing up or, or the, not growing up, but the early part of our relationship, we always had separate hobbies. She's not outdoorsy. I would take her snow machining and mountain biking sometimes. I've but got a good story about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I've always been really into mountain biking and snowmobiling, passionate snowmobiler, really involved in the, in the snowmobile community. And uh, getting a boat was really cool because we have two kids. It's the first activity I found that I was passionate about that involved the whole family. Yeah. Like you can go out and enjoy Prince William Sound together uh, for a weekend, you know, go anchor up in a cove, go hiking, go paddle boarding, go shrimping. And um, that, that's been a, a game changer for us. And obviously being, I fast forward to the, the salt business, that's a complimentary part about having owning a business in Whittier so close to Prince William Sound. Mm. Yeah, so when we first started dating, Chris was like, this is my thing. I like snow machines, and I'm going to take you. So we go uh, to, it was Eureka? Petersville. Petersville. He takes me to Petersville the very first time he's ever taken me snow machining, and it's like 20 below. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It was miserable it's like this trail ride because we didn't go through the swamps we go on the like washboard oh you guys did chrono slew and then ran the road back god and then his he's like okay i'm gonna go run around in the mountains so he leaves me and goes off for a while i had to get my pow turns in. yeah right right he runs out of gas so comes back and he's like i'm gonna tow you with no heated grips so i'm just like getting towed out on the washboard whatever miles we get to the truck i didn't i don't even i didn't help i just got (laughs) on the truck and i'm like peace (laughs) and you put her on like the modded sled right 
with the big yeah. handlebar risers and no windshield and oh, yeah. those super light. Oh yeah. Uh, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you, do you guys think that was by design? Like, I didn't want to take her out on a sunny, warm day where she'd enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it. right? Honey, you just go ahead. I'm going to stay home. Yeah, this is chess, not checkers. Snow machine sucks. So that was literally, that's been, yeah, winter, winter sports. He's like, I'm going to be gone this weekend. And I'm like, cool, I got plans with my friends. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna you stay do by the you, fire. I'll do me. Exactly. But we did get, he did get me into dirt biking and I oh, we wow. used to do that a lot before we had the kids because it was super fun and I still have my 125 in the garage and like it's not running right now, but we're going to get it to tool around Whittier because you can do that there. It's right. awesome. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's like the valley. Um, so okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Where are the trails totally there? There's no trails. Oh, okay. You just ride, you just ride it on, on the road. The road. Like on the beach and stuff? Yeah, you could ride it on the beach. It's kind of rocky, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So we did do that for, for many years, and had a, it, that was a lot of fun. I really did enjoy that, although the very first time I took the bike out. Like, you're learning, and the twist grip is like... It's not as intuitive if you've been mm-hmm. snow machining yeah. and you get a little wobbly and you go to fall and that's what happens is your hand grabs that grip mm, and it hits the throttle, throttle and, oh, just, yeah. <laughs> and I just crash right into this truck in the Knick parking lot. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. Oh, it was so I, was I believe so that's called a whiskey throttle, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 So whiskey <laughs> throttle. And I, I look at him and I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? And he's like, uh, okay. Leave well, a note. Nobody. Yeah. That's what he said leave a note because there's nobody there so i write the note out and i'm putting it on the guy's windshield and right around the time i'm doing this here here comes the guy and i'm like oh should i say and he's like yeah yeah go go talk to him and i didn't have my gear on yet at this point so i go talk to the guy and he's looking at the note kind of hazy and i so i go over i'm i'm really sorry i'm just learning how to ride and he looks at me and he's just baked he had <laughs> no idea what's happening and he looks at me and he's like it's cool he didn't even look at the truck he didn't even look to see what had happened so i i walk back over i'm like i think it's cool uh did, did, did that go okay he's like yeah you're wearing a tank top it's fine let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Just distracted him. Exactly. Like, he's not nice going to remember. Move, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. that truck. It's fine. Yeah, definitely was well news better received by Dory than than me. That's funny. You on that trail that was actually um you're talking about the um what did you Co- say? The couples ride? No, 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 oh. no. The trail, her first snow machine ride. What's that trail called? The oh, Petersville uh, Cardo uh, Creek. Pe- yeah, well Cardo Creek is the parking lot, but it's Petersville Road. Okay. Yeah. I, and that was the first time I ever went snow machining with Josh Boots. And we had, like, mm. I had borrowed, like, someone's sled, and he had borrowed someone's sled, and it's just two rookies out there. And uh, <coughs> we go all the way out there, like, to that cabin that used to be out there, yeah, and the we forks. have some beers. And we get halfway back, and, like, my machine runs out of gas. And he's like, well, I'm going to go get gas. You stay here. And I fucking was so scared. He leaves me. It's dark. He's gone for like two hours. There's wolves howling. I don't have a headlamp. I don't have a pistol. I don't have anything. I'm just like, oh, my God, if they come, they're just going to surround me and kill me. They're like hiding under the snow machine, just waiting for him. And like in hindsight, I was like, why didn't I just go with him? Yeah, Yeah, double up. Right in the back, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that was so dumb. We've been way warmer. <laughs> yeah. It's like freezing over there, scared to death, you know, like 18. It's like, oh my goodness. That was a funny. 
And I, I, yeah, that's probably why I never got into snow machine. <laughs> yeah. Well, same, like Dory, same. yeah. Like, just don't show them a good time the first time. They won't want to come back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we used to have this thing where I wasn't allowed to make plans on the weekends for both of us because, you know, if it was a code blue. I got to go. It's out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> code blue, you When that out. powder comes. That's right. Yeah, it's not that way these days anymore. These days, if it's a code blue, I'm going to be uh, doing laps on chair three with the kids at Alieska while Dory sips mimosas at the sits. That's true. Nice. I, I, I used to ski, but now I'm too old. So I'm like, I don't recover from a crash the way I used to. And mm. it was funny. I was talking to someone about this today. I was like, it's the adrenaline thing. I do not... I do not need extra adrenaline. You're not, you're not into dopamine? I get enough adrenaline <laughs> from talking to a stranger on the phone. You know, <laughs> you're like, let's make some doctor's appointments if you really want to get a rush. <laughs> That's enough for me. I'm like, you take the kids. I'm just going to I'm gonna sit at the Emerald Palace and, and drink cider. Oh, yeah. That's a good nice. place to do it. Yeah. Um, Chris, are you a real estate agent too? No, I'm a banker. Oh, a banker. Yeah. Okay. 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 So that's what you do other than the salt stuff? Yep. That's okay. my day job. I've been with KeyBank for over 20 years. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Congratulations. Held, man. held a variety know. of positions within the bank. Started off as a teller at the Eagle River branch and just worked my way up. Uh, current role is I actually sell technology. For right the bank. on. There's Pretty not cool. too many branches, right? KeyBank branches? We have 15 in the state. Oh, really? But okay. More than I thought. Yeah, our the model up here is we're more heavily concentrated in like large corporate. So okay. we have more large corporate clients than like mm-hmm. consumer clients. Yeah. And uh yeah, that's been cool. Like back to the salt company thing is, you know, for my whole career sitting on one side of the table as a banker dealing with a business owner, now all of a sudden I'm the business owner. Yeah. And yeah, it flips it's a totally different perspective. Oh, you know the cool. right words to say? <laughs> You can't bullshit uh, a bullshit. Yeah, it's like, like talking. I'm gonna need a loan, and let me tell you how we're gonna do this. <laughs> yeah, you switch over to the other side of the table. All right. <laughs> okay, Chris. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know like the funny thing about being a business owner. It's I like to um, look at it as like Instagram versus reality. Like Jack, mm. you're a small business owner. That's there's the Instagram like okay so a double shovel there's the Instagram bangers of Jack just hanging out at double shovel slam insiders <laughs> like all and then what you don't see is the reality of the late nights the you know scrubbing the tanks or doing payroll on a Sunday afternoon you know so there's definitely two sides to it yeah all the text messages coming in at like midnight or one a.m. they have to respond to yeah yeah. I'm not yeah, going to make yeah, it to work we, tomorrow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we had, we, oh man, yeah, with the staffing. That's, yeah. oof. It, oh, that's really fun. That's the worst. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to find staff. We've got a few people lined up for the summer, but you got to find a place to house people in Whittier, and there is none. There's mm, no place to live. Yeah. So we the, uh, lived con- on our boat last <laughs> summer. Yeah. I got a picture of the boat up right there. That's it, right? So that's the Eventide. So that's our partner's boat, Nick and Marie's oh, boat. Oh and no, that's okay. the boat that we use to haul water. So that's okay. the, the That didn't look heavy. like a tug. The tug's more got like a, a flatter nose, right? Yeah. And I don't know that we have the, the tug because it doesn't really do much for the salt company up there. Okay. It's okay. probably on uh, your personal one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Other than house us. Okay. okay. Yeah. Condo on the water. So have you ever yeah. looked into like renting a room in someone's boat? You know, because there's so many boats in the harbor, and a lot of them don't get used. Yeah, there's bay liners everywhere that are just, like, abandoned. Yeah, and they're Mm -hmm. super nice, like, to sleep in, just not boat around it. Right. (laughs) Don't leave the harbor. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, maybe you can get, like, a little rent-a-room in a boat. That's a really Mm. good idea. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, the housing Is thing. your boat for rent? <laughs> <laughs> you got a slip now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. The, the days it's not in use, it is. <laughs> absolutely. It's available. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But what do you do when yeah. he's like, oh, I'm coming down, you have to get your shit out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jack, Jack, sleep it on the beach. You guys got a slip? Yeah, yeah. What, was that last what? year? Or no, no, it, it opened up what like a month ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. Year 13. Congrats, bro. Year, That's year 13 on the list. Year wow. 13. Right. So, oh, yeah, man. yeah, we got the slip and uh, we're in. Uh, That's a game changer. I don't know. We're in Echo 34. So echo 34. I'm renting out Echo 34, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we'll just bring like a tent. We'll go pitch in the campground for the other days. And then you're. And we're going to provide exercise for the employee. By, allowing by walking them to back walk and forth from the campground mm -hmm. like this is a win-win situation for everyone well is, is there any plans in whittier because i know who was saying that they're extending that road so, so there yeah there's the extension but there's like right now you guys probably know about more about this the head of the bay the head of it you mm. can talk about that yeah okay yeah it's uh it looks like it's gonna happen like yeah. it's not we're not mm -hmm. there yet but um there's a native corporation, Huna Totem, that is looking to enter into a lease agreement with the city of Whittier to build a cruise ship dock, which is phase one. And um, I think, you know, from our perspective, it'd be great to be very transformative for the uh, city of Whittier. Yeah. And um, that's that's one thing that's on the on the horizon. The other thing that's been on the horizon is the Shotgun Cove Road project, mm. which I don't know if you guys know about that, but that they're talking about punching it. Uh, or continuing the road all the way out to Shotgun yeah. Row from Whittier, which would be great because that would open up a bunch of developable land for cabins. Mm. Which, and so another nuance about Whittier, I don't know if it's not common knowledge, but for the listeners, probably ninety percent of the land there is owned by the railroad, yeah, and not mm. able to be developed. Right. So for to there's just not much fee simple land. Fee simple land is like you own the dirt, right, and that is uh, part of the dynamic in Whittier like that's causing us issues with trying to find employee housing. It's not like we can just buy a piece of dirt and throw up a condo yeah, or something. Right. Yeah. Mm. So that back to the Shotgun Cove Road project, if that goes through, that's like a dream of ours to have a cabin, mm -hmm. you know, out on the road. Perfect. It'd be epic. And there's supposed to be, there's talk about like you'd have a private harbor down there for the people that had yep. cabins yep. Oh, yeah yeah really a little pressure yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. then going back to the other um development at the head the drawing that i saw also had like a, a marina a marina with, yeah that's phase mm. two and then there was like something that looked like a gondola did yeah. you yeah. see yeah. this yeah. Yes. whoa yeah and i think it, it went up to gondola. portage pass yeah. yeah yeah that would be sick and you know huna totem has done that in huna there's a big gondola oh and really zip line that goes oh, so up they've there. done it before yeah. yeah so yeah i think yeah oh. that would be that would be great it'd be sick <laughs> yeah yeah i do like that hiking trail and i think it could ruin it but um, yeah but it would also be rad to have that and there's a lot of other places that go hiking so, so there's always trade off of great hiking in whittier actually i feel like everyone does portage pass but oh ooh. That sounded way better. Yeah. <laughs> Got that mic over here. Yeah, the uh, Portage Pass is is fine, but it is super crowded. Always so crowded. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the Emerald Cove Trail, if you hit the weather right, is beautiful. It's not as much elevation, but oh my god, the views are spectacular. Um, but it can get really muddy. And then what's the other? What's the other waterfall? Horsetail. Horsetail Falls. Yeah, that's a really mm -hmm. pretty one. And that one has more elevation. And there's never anybody over there. Is that behind the campground? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah that's, that's the one. Yeah, it's so. Cool cool 
Um, so I feel like everyone comes and does Portage Pass and they kind of miss out on some of the other options. Is, is there any plans ever, I don't know if any of you guys have heard, to like extend the hours of that tunnel? They are actually, I know that there's a lot of conversation happening, not just about extending the hours, but about the amount of traffic that they can get through because there's a lot of concern if another cruise ship dock comes in, they're already mm. at capacity. Mm -hmm. They can't bring more cars, more buses, more whatever through. So I don't know if they've talked much about the potential solutions for that. Um, because, I mean, no. it's it's kind of, what is it, the last one is at eight? No, that's just in the winter. So, oh, that's the, in the and winter. that was just, and that's like not even like normal. Summer. It's eleven in oh, the summer, okay. eleven, eleven thirty, right? Well, <laughs> there's only been a couple of times we almost missed it. Yeah. Well, and oh, for yeah. the first time that I've ever heard of, they were turning people around last year, and that was because of parking, though, right? Yeah, it yeah. was, and that that, that is just like blows my mind. I I have a close friend that's into the boating world, yeah. and. Ten years ago when we were going out there, I mean, you just run out there on a Friday and, yeah, it'd be a little busy at the launch and, you know, you could always find a spot and yeah. we'd mountain bike back down to the truck and lock it up at the post and run down the dock and go do our thing. And it, now it's like if you don't get out there by like noon on a Saturday, that the whole parking lot's full. It's really full and it's like the 4th of July weekend. Like that's when mm. people mm -hmm. start getting turned away. But, you know, it's the closest place to Anchorage for anyone with a small boat to go. Yeah. So it makes sense. It's, you know, Seward yeah. you can get, but it just, you know, add an extra hours to your drive. Yeah. Wear so, and tear on the trailer. And, and mm -hmm. Prince William Sound is fucking gorgeous. So yeah. who wouldn't want to go yeah. out there? I mean, the, yeah. and the shrimping, man. Yeah. yeah, they need some kind of solution, like a train or something that's taking people and more parking or on this side. Or a carpool on the other side. Yeah. Like, or the railroad well, to just really give up some, some soil, really. Either. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah I think you that. nailed it. I think that's really the problem. Yeah, and then they don't yeah. do that. But, but. Well, by, by its Alaska statute, they cannot sell land without legislative approval. Oh, so sure. So that's kind sure. of the, the dynamic. Mm. And it's kind of a bummer, man, because, like, Whittier has such potential to be like valdez exactly right like it's if you go to valdez if you've ever been to valdez i'm sure all of us have maybe some of our listeners haven't but it's it's very similar to whittier the way it's enclosed by the mountains you got the the passage yep waterway and um one way in one way out smaller scale of course but it's like man you know valdez has a really cool vibe it has like a front street and then it's got like the bars and restaurants that overlook the marina and it's like man if Whittier could have something a little bit more established to make it more of a destination so i think a lot of people go to Whittier and they're like what do we do yeah like uh, <laughs> this kind of was like a disappointment i thought there was more to do here like come by it's not salt. sewered yeah, yeah, yeah exactly salt. well there and you that, go. that is absolutely right yeah so mm -hmm. we are super excited about the huna totem project because part of that is putting in businesses on that harbor front as well mm, as yeah. having mm -hmm. you know the dock there um like and for us we we actually just bought a new facility with one of our investors right at the top of the launch ramp where we're going to, we're, we're working on renovating it right now. Right next to Lazy Otter up there? Um, or, it was China Sea. That was the... Oh, yeah. Red. Right next to the launch itself. Yes, oh, right cool. over it. So we're putting in our production facility there. 
with the setup so that people can come in and see how everything is made. So they can come oh. in, we're going to have big glass windows, come in, check it out, check out what the process. What a tourist attraction that's Exactly, be, like give people something to do. Come and check it out. Yeah. Um, we'll also be putting in some cameras <laughs> to record all the shenanigans that happen. Yeah, <laughs> we're hoping to be featured that's on Qualified show. Captain. Uh, <laughs> we are going to be. It's going to be qualifiedcaptain.com because you guys know all the shenanigans that happen at the Holy Whittier Boat Ranch. Shit, for dude. sure. And I yeah. mean, if you just want to go watch a show, go hang out there over the weekend, especially when it's windy. <laughs> We've been there pretty much every weekend all winter, and it even, even the shenanigans even continue through the winter. Really? Yeah. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Deer hunting season? Yeah. Well, no, like even just, last weekend, there was a guy uh, that could not get his boat set right so he he went back and forth up and down the ramp mm. retrieving his boat like 20 times dodge diesel with a straight pipe just <laughs> <laughs> another guy doing a test and tune on his mini jet boat and he couldn't get it started so he pulled his truck forward down into the water to hook up the jumper cables <laughs> spent like two hours oh, like my. wrenching on it in the boat ramp which is fine because there's nobody else around right, like, right. and we're just sitting there you know because there's a uh, upstairs in the building we've got a kitchen table that looks right out the window right down to the <laughs> ramp just you know sipping a cider watching the action unfold yeah oh man that's hilarious it gets it, ugly out there oh it does it, it's a it's a comedy show uh yeah so stay tuned we're 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 dealing with the fucking internet right now getting that transferred over as you can imagine utilities and whittier can be a challenge so as soon as oh, we sure. have that dialed and actually working we're gonna have our camera set up and you'll be able to link to those on our website we need the live oh, we fun. need like the live yeah feed. exactly yeah it's coming oh that would be awesome yeah that would be awesome. What's the website going to be called? Qualifiedcaptain.com. <laughs> we'll have it linked at uh, pwsalt.com. Right, okay. okay. Yeah, and, and back That'll to work. The, and back to the Whittier like kind of dynamic for a second. I think a lot of you, you say Whittier has a lot of potential, and we one hundred percent agree. Like you're looking at two two people who are invested in that community, and you know we we always try to keep our uh, business looking very presentable and kind of what to your point of attractive for somebody that wants to come visit yeah yeah and um, something to come see i think that you know we as we've been so we've been in business for two years now and two full years and we're getting more and more involved in the local community and the local government and i think you're going to start to see some changes there in mm. whittier to transform it and uh you know, it's not change doesn't happen quickly, but I think yeah, yeah, the wheels are turning. Yeah, and it's not just us. There's there's several community members. Like there's a new business starting up called Sound Cycles where they're gonna rent e bikes there. I think they're e bikes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um in Whittier so people can come in and Is that Jay's? Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he bought the motors off of eBay. <laughs> no, he wants to do the uh, parafoiling business. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. 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 totally. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, community investment that's happening. And, I mean. Yeah, I've seen B&J's even put in, like, yeah, a little did. sub yep. mm-hmm. tackle station kind of yep. over down there. And yeah. I imagine they'd love to have a full-blown oh, yeah. shop, mm-hmm. you know, going there so guys can get ice and bait and hooks yeah. and weights. And I guess there used to be some kind of a bait vending machine type mm-hmm. thing. But um, I don't know. Something happened and it was like too hard to keep it running. Or mm. I, I don't oh, know I'm sure. We, we get people all the time coming in. Do you guys have bait? 
Nope. We got salt, though. <laughs> we got salt. Yeah. You're going to get a bait fridge. You can get bait like, and only salt, salt it with it. our salt, right? Yeah, exactly. You, you want to eat the bait? Yeah. <laughs> so Probably the, not. The community is getting behind doing these improvements and yeah. changing it up. Yeah, it's it's been pretty, pretty fun to watch. Like, we um, – so I don't know if – People know about the Sportsman's Bar in Whittier. I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Sportsman's the place to go it's hang It's real out. interesting <laughs> after midnight. <laughs> if, if you want to connect with the locals. The locals. Yeah, that's yeah. like the locals bar. Like, you go to the inn, and that's all the tourists that are just, you know, visiting, whatever, and they're wide-eyed and staring out at the harbor. But you go over to the Sportsman's, that's where the shit's going Over down. the uh, general yeah. store? No, or that's the, the anchor. Oh, that's, that's the anchor? The anchor. The, sportsman's oh, way, way, which the sportsman's over in the manor so like that other oh. housing place and it hasn't been open it wasn't open for a few years but okay. it opened back up this summer i guess i haven't oh yeah check it out it's a good time oh, must be wearing extra tufts yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah maybe in some nunchucks or what <laughs> we, well we went last summer and dory's like we go to order drinks she's like can i have a gin and tonic and the bartender was like What's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, I don't think I have any gin. I was like, I'll take vodka. Do you have that? Anything? Anything clear? Just a clear alcohol clear that's alcohol. not schnapps. No, no. Miller Lite only. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Let's take a quick break and give a shout out to some of the sponsors and we'll come right back. Barney Sports Ooh. Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear or the shale infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. Arbor Digital, based in Anchorage, Alaska, is your go-to wealth management company. Arbor Digital is at the forefront of digital assets and cryptocurrencies. If you've been looking to invest your hard-earned money or just want to learn more about crypto, blockchain technology, or digital investments, give their website acminc.com a visit. What's great about Arbor is they provide a low-cost, transparent, research-based investment strategy for digital assets and traditional investments as well. ACMINC.com is your first step in putting your money to work. Let one of Arbor's investment professionals walk you through your options for financial growth and security. Start investing for the future today at ACMInc.com. Arbor Digital, your Alaskan digital asset company. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. 
Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. So forgive me for not... It's like the, it's like the tram, right? Yeah, I know. I looked it up online. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I, the gondola. I, I you, thought it it was, you thought it was like the Italian deal? <laughs> and the oh, well, the boats in the city? Yeah. Well, no, it's like an overhead thing, right? Oh, well, like did a, I spell uh, it wrong? No, you spell Yeah, it's it. like a tram. Yeah. Like a tram, right? Yeah. In the air. Yeah, gondola yeah. is a tram. Oh. Okay, but all the pictures so usually, he pulled up are like boat deals. I think traditionally there you go. Oh, this are guy. smaller than trams, but looks they're very the same. Yeah. They're, like Swiss, Swiss, they're more Swiss like uh, four to eight people yeah. type deal. Yeah. They're so nice in the States. Yeah, it's like yeah. Disneyland. They all have them. I used to be kind of embarrassed Super about fast. like, you know, when you guys would say something all smarty, and I'm like, what is that? I used to be kind of embarrassed. I'm over it now. Just be up front. Yeah. I know. I'm like, yeah. I just don't what, know what that is. What I mean, is that? For, yeah. You know what I think? You guys all look at me like seriously. Well, I feel that way when you guys are talking about snow machine shit. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck these guys are. I live under a rock, man. I think think the difference between gondola and tram is the gondolas stay on the loop where the trams are on separate loops that are uh, counterbalanced, separate runs. And the gondola goes on a circle like a chairlift. There's just one. Okay. Oh, I think that's the difference. How's the volume, Chris? Good to go. Better? Thanks. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Or it I'll could be that ears. Venice guy mm-hmm. on a boat. Oh, what is that? A Lake Tahoe, Lake Tahoe gondola. The only gondola I've ever been at, I want to say, was Disneyland. Mm. Oh yeah. I think they have one at Disneyland. At the, it's a small world. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely <laughs> only at ski resorts in Colorado. I think for me, maybe Whistler. I went on one too. There's not. We don't have one in Alaska anywhere. No. Is that right? No. Not at ski resorts, but it sounds like they have one in Huna. I don't, know if, it's a, I don't know, yeah, I don't know if it's a gondola or a tram. Oh, okay. You might have to mm. fact check me on that one. Yeah. Oh, there you okay. go. Look it up. Look Action. up to Huna. Gondola in Huna, Alaska. All right, we'll I want to go to Huna. All these guys go down it's, to Huna. I've been deer hunting down there. You have? Yeah. Oh, How was yeah. it? Amazing. Yeah, my uh, buddy Eric, who you'll probably meet when we go hunting together this fall, yeah, yeah. is a deer slayer. He's born and raised in Huna. Nice. So, yeah. He does just the the deer call without the instrument. He just... Yeah, yeah the blade of grass. Oh, yeah. That one? No, no. Yeah. Dude, that's like... And his vision, dude, like he can see something 500 yards away where I can't even... Like I'm looking in my scope. I'm like, I don't see it. He's like, it's right there. Come right on, next to the tree. Come on, Chris. Yeah. Open your eyes, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone else sees I it, think dude. There, it's like I it's think just there is being you. Is that it? The icy straight? Yeah. I yeah. Oh, that's yeah. it. That's oh, yeah. okay. Gondola right there. So I wasn't talking shit. Weird. You know what you're talking about, Chris. I love that emblem. I've always wanted to go to Huna, yeah. too, man. I knew a guy from Huna, and uh, it's awesome. an interesting cat. Yeah. Yeah. It's Tiny a little town, town right? Yeah. Yeah, they're on village time. <clears throat> like, you know, everybody there, they get up and you know, make breakfast, hang out with the family about, you know, nine, ten o'clock. I think, yeah, I think we'll get, get going on this project, you know, yeah, for about then, two hours. Yeah. yeah and then, <laughs> you know, come in for dinner and yeah, it's just, it's a different world. That sounds like my yeah. kind of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Not that. a lot of hustle bustle. It yeah. sounds like our sheep hunt this year time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This last year. Not this coming year. Yeah. We're going to get after a little Indy, bit more. You, you don't have to probably go very far to go find deer. I mean, well, they're probably right in town, but you can. Yeah. We took a boat across town. Okay. It got dropped off like at six in the morning and then go shoot a few and then just call for a pickup like near dusk. Nice. And, uh, yeah. So awesome. you did off logging road hunting? We were hiking in the woods. Yeah. yeah. See, that yeah. sounds legit. 
All yeah. my other buddies that go, they like to like drive the logging roads. That doesn't. That's not hunting. That uh, doesn't even sound fun. Yeah. No, no comment, but I totally here. agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't isn't the guy who makes that deer call from Huna? makes that special one one of them is and one of them's from the valley i got okay. mine from I the guy so. in the valley yeah yeah, yeah. Me too. the little wood one yeah mm-hmm. yeah but the original guy thinks from who knows yeah say. Mm-hmm. yeah he is yeah that one's i need one of those i don't remember <laughs> my that. birthday's coming up guys <laughs> got you though <laughs> well right. hey uh we made you guys some gin and tonics yes we yeah can. let's well, talk about what we got here gin and tonics. you can't get one at the sportsman but <laughs> you can get one here okay so this is we're just gonna pass these out yeah yeah so and this feel free to stand up and you can stand what up what with what this is, thing if you need what to is this thing? okay so to start with this is just a regular old gin and tonic so give it a little taste <laughs> give it a taste uh, we got a lemon floating in here with some ice yeah you got one and uh okay. what kind of gin is it just some tangerine uh, but here, now I'm going to pass around the cocktail 11, which is our cocktail. It's like a saline. So put like, you know, three or so drops okay. in there, okay. swirl it, and then give it another taste. And then this is this is like also electrolyte, so it prevents hangovers, right? Yeah. Just yeah. Oh, you wow. got to drink the whole bottle. Just, though. So Just a perfect <laughs> So give us a background on that name again. We kind of brushed yeah, on it right. earlier. So what was so the... So we, we call it cocktail 11 because, um, well... Sodium is the 11th element on the periodic table for those nerdy science nerd. people. Yep. <laughs> but also because... Um, Embrace the nerd. Science like, is Embrace cool. the nerd. Um, a, a movie that I loved from my sort of, you know, early 20s was, um, this is Spinal Tap, and there's this great thing about the amp goes normally to 10, but the special one goes to 11, so it's one better than 10. Mm, crank it up. That's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> what are other quotes from Spinal Tap? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. I don't. Uh, there's who's in that movie? Spinal. I'm looking it up. I can see all their faces. It's all the um, like waiting for Guffman and um, best in show. Oh my god, I'm having a total. That changed the dynamic yeah. of that drink. Yes, yeah, right. Totally. Does so salt is so sciencey and cool. Um, so you've got your taste buds, right? You've got the sweet, salty, sour, bitter, yeah, umami. Um, and it used to be the thought that you had these like four distinct places on your tongue that could taste these different things. Well, that's not really the way it works anymore. What they're discovering is that the combination of flavors when they hit your tongue activate taste buds in different ways. And by adding just a little bit of salt, it triggers your tongue to not detect the bitterness as much. So it smooths everything out. It also makes citrus a little brighter. So like Mm. you've got that lemon in there, Jack, you get that like boost of citrus and it just kind of makes things taste sweeter, even though we didn't add any sugar to it. So it's like this really cool it almost like took away that to back end bite too. Yep. Yeah. The bitterness. Yeah. 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 It just cuts it in. Um, the other thing it does is activate CO2 in the tonic. And so, so oh, it makes bubbly. it more oh. bubbly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. and gin can be very like, um, like uh, pine needles tasting. And it does just knock the edge right off that. I like it. So I, not complaining that's about really gin. Good. I just, it, yeah. when I drink it, that's what I think of, right? Like you drink Jaeger, black licorice, that has that like distinct. Yeah, yeah. You totally. know, correlation with it. But yeah, it's it's actually makes it smooth. Yeah, yeah. it smooths it For out. For sure. Yeah. Uh, we use it in our coffee, too. Like, mm. if you get a coffee that's a little bitter. Like, you know, sometimes you you go get your fancy coffee, and you take that first sip, and you're like, this is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Just a few drops of the saline will really carry it. Just hit it, hit it with that 11 or yeah, what? Yeah, just hit it with that 11. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what like, other what I other um, up? what other things could you add that to? 
you can really add it to anything that's got any kind of a bitterness to it. Okay. We've bubbles. never tried cider. We should. I know we definitely tried cider, but we were kind of drunk, so I don't. Yeah. Know. So we <laughs> we tried those awful ciders that yeah. somebody had got from La Bodega because oh. we had already drank the good ciders. Oh, shout out to Brandon for the bad <laughs> cider. Well, you guys also got the good ones. We, we did, did, but yeah. they were gone already. Yeah. So. Yeah. I noticed somebody had a a fucking. Uh, arch nemesis cider <gasps> in the fucking yeti at the party this no. weekend really oh really i didn't say anything because i didn't want to set you off <laughs> but i saw it in there and i was like who this is, like, is a, like, gonna have like cider so wars i'm gonna break out my hero cape but i gotta know who the enemy is first because i don't know who my arch nemesis well, i don't is. know if you're, any of them are really nemesis. Yeah, 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 i, I yeah. like to believe is you this guys like are angry a, orchard a or? <laughs> no that doesn't even qualify oh, okay all right they're the worst yeah. cider works um uh yeah it was the right? yeah it was the white and green can um alaska cider works is that right i think there's only there is one. alaska cider I'm, I'm sorry it's, i don't know if they're your arch nemesis i was trying to just like yeah. create, sure create really some, cool some drama yeah, yeah. You know? I'm, I'm teasing you <laughs> i'm um, sure you guys are a tight-knit community of support and love totally and yeah there's <laughs> totally. definitely no animosity Dude, that sounds like a sick reality tv show cider wars cider wars yeah yeah it's like, like waste your battle. time and stay inside and talk about cider when you could be playing in alaska <laughs> <laughs> awesome jack's like whatever you do don't tell them about the salt drops yeah <laughs> the, se- the secret 11 secret. sauce yeah. <laughs> i bet though i, I bet secret weapon <laughs> i want to i want to take one they of these farmhouse hopped with the isomeritized hops Ooh, and see if it balances even more right. of the bitterness out yeah. mm, that'd right. be pretty rad we know someone that can hook you up. Sweet. <laughs> some of that. You, you yeah. know a guy that knows a guy? Yeah. <laughs> I just need some taste testers. Just go right through so. the tunnel. Perfect. I'm so, I sign up. Uh, I volunteer as Tribune. Well, you guys brought some other stuff here. What, 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 what else have we got here that you guys brought? Cheese and cookies and yeah, avocados so, and yeah, so it's alder really smoke. about just kind of, I was trying to find simple things to, to like just throw out that'll kind of showcase the different flavors of the salt. So. I brought some watermelon and some cantaloupe because I think that alder smoked is so good on melon. I love that sort of sweet, salty combo. Mm. Um, so there's some alder smoked there. And then the brie cheese is so good with the rosemary lemon salt. And then um, some of our, oh, right? Whoa. Yeah, just like smoky and so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, my And God. that is actually, that's like a cocktail tin that I just like grabbed and brought because it's so good on like any oh, kind of an old man. fashioned like, <laughs> like smoke you, is really strong yeah yeah so you that, put Jack. that on Holy like shit, the rim of crazy. your your whiskey whatever you're drinking <clears throat> and it's a nice like aroma. this is the alder yeah it is yeah. can you also just like dip a piece of fruit in there now? yeah definitely yeah. okay i think we have some oh it's like somewhere too you can like whatever salmon in my backyard with alders as a kid Spicy margarita and with that. <sighs> yeah, we're working oh, yeah. on some spicier, yeah. spicier salts for margarita. We do have like a just a pure salt for margarita mm-hmm. too. But, mm-hmm. Um and then our everything seasoning, which is like everything bagel mm-hmm. that's on the avocado. Yeah. And then just some pure flake on chocolate chip cookies because you <laughs> can't go wrong. Chocolate chip cookies go really well with gin and tonic. <laughs> yeah. My my, and gr- cider. my my grandma makes a um a really salty chocolate chip cookie and it's like the best cookie ever and it's the salt that really like sets i want to dip a little bit into that and then yeah it. try it. Yeah. Do it get the full lip smack going on that mic yeah, yeah all of these are <laughs> they're more like what we call finishing salts so like when you talk mm. about cookies you probably wouldn't use our salt when you're making cookies you'd i use do it, though you'd use yeah. it at the end uh, like for that. more of a texture and, and a finish it's same thing with mm-hmm. like 
One thing we didn't bring was our uh, steakhouse seasoning. Oh. Um, that's really good. Like when you talk about you're game holding out meat. on us, Chris. I'll get, I'll get you some. We'll get you some. Please do. Yeah, <laughs> I would have loved to have rubbed that on those those shanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that didn't sound right, did it? <laughs> it sounded oh, perfect. Your meat party. Yeah. Sounded perfect, buddy. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when Nick came, after I cut the shanks, <laughs> I rubbed the salt on there. Oh, I actually good. used that everything on my steak um, I had yeah. at home. I'm embarrassed it's when really I hijacked good. it. It's actually also I really like it on salmon. Mm. It's like a nice texture because it's got all those like poppy seeds and sesame seeds, and so it gives your salmon because it's soft fish, right? Yeah. It gives it a nice yeah. crunchy texture. Mm. I'd even put that on the salmon. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. I mean, the alder too. smoke is good on everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so good. My favorite is, yeah, cook a bison steak with our steakhouse seasoning, and then when you take it off the grill, put some alder on it just Ooh. for that little bit of twang. Yeah. It's really good. Mm. And then, yeah, all the flavors are made. Dory can talk about this more, but they're made with fresh uh, organic ingredients. So, like, the lemon rosemary, literally we get our lemons and rosemary from Costco. No, the rosemary comes from my mom's house in Oregon. Like she's got these giant rosemary plants, and every time she comes to visit, she brings me oh, like that's her so cool. huge organic correction. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. but we make it with Give fresh ingredients, so you get more of that flavor in there. Totally, so fresh good. ingredients are important. Where, really so, important. how do you smoke the salt? So it goes into um, just a giant smoker that Nick built, and we use alderwood chips, obviously, and just on big trays, uh-huh. um, and so. It's it's like twelve ish hours that okay. it that it smokes, and a lot of it's weather dependent. Uh-huh. Obviously, humid it is. yeah, mm. humidity is not our friend, and uh, neither is the wind. Like if it's a oh, bre- if it's yeah. real breezy, it's like blowing the smoke, the smoke out, out of the smoker. So yeah. yeah, so it can be it can be a little challenging, but um, yeah, it's it was just there trial and error there? Like oh, let's try oh, for yeah. four hours, With let's try for twenty four hours. Everything there's trial or, or then you're like oh that was over smoked. <laughs> There's definitely oh, it was like too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you forget about it or whatever. <laughs> like, well, you guys are probably still really learning a lot uh-huh. about your products and and how to make them and tune them and everything, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, to back up for a second, like that made me think of like the first time we ever tried to make salt. We we just <laughs> dipped a seawater, dipped a pot of seawater off my swim step and boiled it and burnt the shit out of it. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Well, it was a good like first step there's actually a lot that goes into making you know high quality edible sea salt mm. and it was like what you what you just said it was all trial and error mm-hmm. over a couple of years and um yeah we can talk a little bit about the process so what we do uh, to produce the salt we go out into the sound and we pump seawater up from uh, about 200 feet below the surface. Can I just interject really quickly? So sure. part of why we're doing this is because harbor water is absolutely gross, mm-hmm. filthy, and disgusting. Yes. And mm. the last place that you want to get water for salt that you're going to consume is the harbor. Yeah. I heard Especially that. Especially the Whittier Harbor. Yeah. I, heard I that figured that just add a little flavor. Flavor, little diesel. Get that petroleum, <laughs> little, uh, little air, hint aromatics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hydraulic fluid, you know. Yeah, you know, there's no pump out station in Whittier. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Don't want that. No. That's the flavor I don't want. No. So I heard you that some offshore. of the other salt companies uh, use the harbor water. Is that true? That may or may not be true, but most when you look at most like small batch sea salt production facilities in the U.S. and even worldwide, they get 
their seawater from right there on shore. Yeah. So it's close to man-made objects. It's close to harbors. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. so we kind of, you know, figured that out as, as a business opportunity. Hey, we want to go out, out into the sound, get away from man-made structures, harvest our water at depth. So to expand on that a little bit, yeah. which Dory's trying to grab the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're not explaining it. Yep. Is uh, we harvest our uh, water at at least 200 feet below the surface. And the reason for that is you, it's the water has higher salinity at depth. So oh. for every gallon of water that you get at depth, you get twice as much salt as if you were harvesting it on the surface. The second thing is that uh, when you talk about microplastics, that's kind of where the microplastics are is on the surface. So mm. it just takes that out of the equation. So right. I definitely know what microplastics are. You do or you don't? No. Please elaborate. Yeah, And there, it's not that there's a lot of microplastics in Prince William <laughs> Especially Sound. Especially not. Do you guys yeah. know what it is and I'm the only asshole that doesn't? Yep. Just go watch Plastic okay. Ocean. <laughs> Daniel, bail me out here. <laughs> Save me, Because they're looking like, yeah, Brandon, I don't oh, know yeah, why you don't know, what? but I do. You are clearly not <laughs> loving yeah, on I, Mother I, Earth right I, now. Yeah. Zero education. I so guess. Any, we found the problem, guys. Brandon, Brandon's the problem. Yeah. So anytime yeah, plastic finds its way into the ocean, currents and tides mm. break it into these tiny, tiny little pieces that we call microplastics because they're... Based, not necessarily microscopic, but they're very small and they they sit in the environment. Fish consume them, seabirds consume them, mm. and they're they're actually pretty awful. Um, if you want want to really like get deep, go watch the Plastic Ocean documentary. And to say that that is a big part of our our mantra as a company is we do not use plastic. So no single use plastic, we're using recyclable materials, our jars are glass, our corks, you know, lids are renewable resources. We are absolutely doing everything we can to keep plastic out of our environment, you know. Yeah, we are harvesting water from, from Prince William Sound. We do not want to be contributing to that to that problem. Yeah. But also a shout out to the Prince William Sound Science Center um, to Rob Campbell, who's one of the scientists out there. He publishes a lot of research on the health of Prince William Sound. And so he was kind of one of our first contacts that Nick chatted with him at length about temperature and salinity levels. He's the one that honed us into the microplastics issue and the salinity levels. Um, And so he was a big help in getting us kind of honed in on this process. Yeah. So, so cool. you just send a net down there to 200 feet? Like, how do you get the water a net, out? Yeah, a net picks water up really well, Jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have a... Brandon, uh, you didn't know that? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> you, you send the net down, and then when it comes up, like all the... Microplastic. Know, it's like the <laughs> woven material out. that has water in it. It just drips out into a gotcha. cup. <laughs> no, it's really, like a sweaty yeah, sock. No, a plastic yeah, cup. Just wring it out. Sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stainless steel yeah. right. send a giant sponge down there and soak it up uh, yeah let's walk through the process <laughs> so yep. we yeah take the boat out um you know we get get out uh can't disclose the exact location where we do our harvests because it's mm. confidential uh, jack i'll tell you after the show oh, sweet. Uh, <laughs> i'll show you dude this summer on my boat <laughs> can i get a can i get a uh, a, a pin drop please <laughs> i'll bring send the, the location <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we have a, a four-stroke pump and a stainless steel reel with uh, 200 feet of hose on it, and there's a weight on the end of the hose, small weight, mm. and just lower that down, and hook up the pump and 
pump it up. And yes, that is our setup now. It was a lot of knock something over there's a lot of uh, definitely work not an empty to bottle of that out. no <laughs> um we figured out oh we have to get uh, a type of hose that won't collapse when it goes oh, down yeah. feet, and then like the oh, real and needed like a metal or, not, or like a reinforced a, um yeah i don't know what coil or something inside it or tubing yeah. yeah yeah just something that won't collapse i mean our when we first started trying to figure this out it was a real janky <laughs> setup because <laughs> yeah. you know you're just trying to figure garden it out hose. yeah Gar- yeah garden Child hoses and yeah. yeah yeah and then um just kind of figured out over the years uh how to do it efficiently and so when we after the next step is uh so you have the water on the boat you bring the boat back to the harbor and then we got to get it to our production facility right mm-hmm. so then at that point we get the pump uh from the boat and pump it into large totes that are at our production facility where's it inside your boat the water in another tote it was in that other boat, no there's there's uh about well there's 10 35 gallon drums oh, okay so we can do you know 300 gallons at a time at okay least. Yeah. yeah oh so you're pumping into into um drums into drums and then and from then the drums to the facility to a, and these are metal drums stainless no. steel plastic not reuse not single use plastic nice Food work yeah. nice work well and what dory what dory was talking about earlier was in our packaging, there's no single-use pa- right. plastics. Yeah. So, uh, and obviously. plastic becomes necessary when you're talking about corrosion here. Absolutely. Because salt does not like metal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Eat it up. Yeah. So next step in the process is um, you have to uh, boil it down. Boil it down to get a good salinity. And... Um, once it reaches that magic salinity level, that's also confidential information. What that mm-hmm. is, um, and how are you measuring the salinity? Specific shit. gravity salinity tester. We have a s- digital salinity. Oh, tester. okay. All right. Mm. Top secret. I think Jack would be pretty stoked to test some salinity. We should invite him in one of these days. To yeah, kind of nerd out on it a yeah. little bit. You yeah, can man. put me to work. Oh. <laughs> I'll work. And you've got your own boat. You can stay on. <laughs> there you go. Even better. <laughs> So that no, you guys stay on his boat. He'll take you out. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. Yeah. Well, I'll just want to say it there in a boat because it is bougie. It oh, okay. Is. Yeah, no. My boat, and bougie. My What's the name of the boat? Our, we didn't get the name Our of the boat, boat is called Mantra. Mantra. Okay. Mantra. Yes, Mantra. Nice. And she's like full head, shower, nice like mm-hmm. teak interior. Yeah. Wood yeah. Green. She's yeah. cozy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Top speed. <laughs> 12 knots <laughs> but I, i'm not burning no gas or no diesel uh so yeah next step in the process that's so we boil it down to the magic salinity level that's kind of where the process slows down um when i was talking about the first batch of salt we ever made we never slowed down we just kept the pot on high until it oh. and it's just burned clumpy mess yeah so that's mm. when you slow the process down um we use radiant heat at that point and the rate you get a big tray uh and with a radiant heat lamp above it and mm-hmm. low kind of depth in the tray a mm-hmm. lot of surface area and you can just see the salt form on the surface of the of the pool and then it drops down and from no, there yeah mm-hmm. and is, it's ready to be scooped out is that what mm-hmm. um like that f- the solidification, crystallification, I don't know. Is that is that what forms 
the individual crystals then? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Crystallization is the Crystal- term. Thank you. Thank crystallization. You. And Man, yeah, a lot so of big words flying So sciencey. <laughs> so there's, and there's different types of salt in ocean water, not just sodium chloride, right? So there are different mineral trace minerals and, and every body of water is a little different. But um, what we have discovered is that the first kind of, Chris said, boil down. We try to avoid boiling just a high simmer because the higher the temperature, the harder it is on that stainless steel. Mm, um, right. So we evaporate it down until uh, calcium salt crystals form, which are not very tasty. They're really bitter and grainy. Uh-huh. So that's kind of like the magic of, oh, there's the calcium. It's ready. And we filter that out. So oh. then that's not coming along with us. And so then we're getting those really big, beautiful sodium chloride crystals okay. forming. And, and like you said, and crystallization. What's the science mm. behind the crystallization? Why, why is it crystallizing? So, I mean, that's just salt's natural, you know, Bonding state, method. yeah, of, of matter, like when it's a solid versus a, a liquid, right, evaporated. Um, and the slower it happens and the less movement in the water, the larger those crystals can grow. Mm. So you, that's why you don't want it to boil, right? You don't want the water to move. You want it to be nice and calm, and then those big crystals can grow, and then when they're heavy enough and dense enough, they'll fall, and that's right. when you know they're ready to scoop out. Sweet. Mm. But this is all stuff we've learned over many, <laughs> the hard many way, sure. disasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dory, we, do you want to talk about, so we've had actually our salt tested. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just to see what's in it. Oh, Ob- wow. Obviously, you know, part of starting this business was just Legally, like. Legally, you had to do that. No, no we didn't what? actually. No. I mean, to, to be edible, right? Like, I mean. No, you just oh. have to get, we had to get a permit from the state, an FP6 license, oh. but yeah, there's no, there was no testing requirement. Wow. We wanted to, just to let our customers know, hey, and for our own knowledge, like th- these <laughs> are the minerals edible. that are in it. But yeah. the reason for that is gen- in general, consumers today are demanding more locally sourced food. Shout out to local greens. Mm, nice. Uh, and <laughs> little plug there. If you, if you can provide that, it's like, hey, this salt didn't come from some mine in China this came from 50 miles that way yeah. that's a mm-hmm. that's a strong value proposition i think i know where you're getting your salt now <laughs> <laughs> 50 yeah. miles up i got it yeah. Yeah. Yep, right there and uh you know to add on to that it's you know no knowing what you're putting in your body we wanted to know exactly yeah. what was in our salt yeah and and it's a question that people will ask you know hey have What's the whatever, you know, heavy, heavy metals content of your salt and knowing the history of Alaska and mining. Also, you know, Prince William Sound is known for the Exxon Valdez oil spill. Yeah, Yeah, and and even though that's kind of faded from a lot of people's memories, it's still there for some. So Mm -hmm. it was and also we're eating this. So we would like to know that what we're putting in our bodies is okay for us. So. Definitely took the time to, to send it out to a lab and have all of that done, and it came back so great. And um, and then just also knowing what our trace minerals are. So there's a lot of magnesium and calcium in there, potassium, and, like, it's really good for you. Yeah, It's mm. also really way, way better for you than iodized salt. I mean, we all eat way too much iodine anymore. And so it's a really great – like, I personally have a thyroid condition, so I try to avoid mm. any extra iodine. So I only eat sea salt because that's, like – I know what's in yeah. it. Why do they do that? Why do they create that iodine for yeah, longevity? Yeah, no, no, it? It, no, no. Oh. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with um, – so – 
for countries where you don't have access to a lot of natural iodine in your food, um, especially like third world countries, um, iodine deficiency creates a whole lot of problems, including some types of cancer. So it was the World Health Organization that decided we're going to put iodine in salt so that it gets to everyone in the world. Mm. And that's great. There's salt in everything. That's right. There's mm-hmm. salt in everything. That's great for those countries. But especially in the United States, we eat so much processed food that mm. is all made with iodized salt that most people have overload. Just overloaded with iodine and we here in alaska we get a ton of iodine in our diet if you're eating anything that comes from the ocean seaweed any kind of salmon and shrimp like we get plenty of iodine in our diet every day mm-hmm. so stick with sea salt that's my plug that's it nice i'm curious on um you hear of like himalayan salts and some of these like mountainous salts uh companies um like what's some of the main like maybe differences or um, different process that they are, you know, collecting these salts. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of salt that's out there that's available. I think the main difference between that and what we produce is you know exactly where our salt came from. It came from Prince William Sound. Yeah. Whereas when you're buying Himalayan sea salt from Costco, I you don't know you don't know where it's coming from or why it's pink. Well, I think that most... It's, a, it's millions of years old. That's it's, why it's... Pink. Yeah, and it's, okay. it's got lots of other mm. trace minerals. So so any kind of Himalayan rock salt or any rock salt is mined salt. So it was an ancient seabed at some point yep. in mm-hmm. history oh, got it, got that it. is now dried. And so it's it's packed in there with all kinds of other minerals. And, and you know, I'm not an expert on geology, but there's a lot of other stuff in there. And it's not that that's necessarily bad for you. It's still not iodized salt. So I would still say it's better for you than the Morton's Morton's. Yeah. Yeah. The blue, the blue shaker. Avoid at all costs. You can put that on your driveway. (laughs) There you go. Or, or on a bear hide. Oh yeah. 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 There there it is. Is that the salt they use? Just regular old Morton's? I mean, yeah. that's what I use. I'm, yeah, no, me too. I'm not really yeah. like, super okay, good. Okay, there's not it. like a specialized... Just go and buy the big it's thing. It's the cheapest one. Okay. It's super mm-hmm. cheap. Yeah. Now, what about... um? It's not the lightest. Like, you hear a lot of, like, Hawaiian salts and stuff yeah. like that. Um, it, would you find that there's a big difference between the Prince William sound salt versus what they're harvesting in For Hawaii? Sure. For sure. You know, mm. it's, it's like any place, there's a bunch of different manufacturers that are making it in Hawaii and you're going to find some that are really great and some that are probably just subpar just like anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and I Mass think production, it, exactly. quality, yeah. deficiency. Quality yeah. can change. And it's interesting because like I, I, people are always sending me pictures anytime they're on vacation. Like, oh, look at this salt. You should make this salt. <laughs> and um, I've, <laughs> I've had some people bring me this um, black lava salt from, from Hawaii. I'm like, this is just salt and activated charcoal. <laughs> oh, you can tell. Nothing. It says it on the back, like in the fine oh, yeah, print. Yeah. You have to put the ingredients. I'm like, it's not lava salt. What is this? So. so I wonder if the temperature matters at all. You know, we have really cold temperatures up here. Mm. That's traditionally good for like no bacteria. No, you know, and um, it is salt water, but oh, versus like Let warmer. me get so nerdy with you about salt. So salt <laughs> is, I mean, it's been used throughout history as a natural preservative. Right. Salt does some, and I only, uh, shout out to my brother who told me all about this. Um, salt is this magical thing that when you get a bacterial or like any kind of molecular cell it separates it from the water so bacteria cannot live in a salt environment it just kills it immediately Mm. so it's like this 
perfect, easy. Like it's good. It's good to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there would be no difference between the salt here and the, the temperature. Salt in like no, Hawaii. I wouldn't. I wouldn't okay. do. It. I mean, again, the trace mineral content would right, be slightly right. different, right. and how the production works. And you know, we can't do a lot of solar evaporation up here. We don't, especially in Whittier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No sunshine. Yeah, yeah. But we do have, um, you know, a drier climate here in Alaska, which can help. Not always in Whittier, but um, so that is like winter actually tends to be a little better for that from a humidity level. It gets so dry in Whittier. Um, and so that's a great time of year to to have that salt be, you know, drying and, and being produced. Right. And so another ner nerdy science fact, um, salt, salt water, seawater will freeze at colder temperatures. It doesn't freeze at 32 degrees like 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 plain water does but as you drop the temperature salt water freezes and the the salt sort of drops to the bottom and the fresh water is what freezes so you can take a five gallon bucket of seawater and and we do this we've totally tested this on the few days a year in Whittier it gets below freezing yeah yeah <laughs> and you yeah you throw it out there and then you know, 12 hours later, you come back and it's half frozen. You take that plug of ice out and test your salinity of what's left and it's like doubled. Oh, that's so cool. Mm. So cool. Zero energy. Yeah, that's the big thing about it is it's 100% done by the earth. Yeah. Right. So we definitely experiment with that in the winter. And it's something that we're, we're continuing to look at. How can we make this more efficient? Like always efficiency right. and, you know, reducing our, our carbon footprint. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool to be able to harvest enough that in in the summertime or whenever, so then you can take advantage of the of the 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 cold temperatures and just yep you know cut your boil or your simmer simmer in half. Well, that made me curious on um, if you went really north in the Arctic Ocean and stuff like that, where all that ocean kind of freezes. If um, if there's any history there with um, old Alaska. Uh, native tribes or something oh, that use some sort of salt or so something. So interested yeah. to to know more about that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm sure there are. You know, every culture tends to have some kind of tradition of, of salt history. I mean, it's a, it is an essential element your body needs. Like you need salt to live. Um, and there is some really great history of salt through the ages, but not in Alaska. Yeah. Um, so I would be curious. I don't know if anybody knows. Is there um, a good a good book? That's, I mean, I, I'm a big history nerd and mm -hmm. history stuff, and I, I know reading through just other history how salt comes into play, especially in where um, where tribes and different cultures would place themselves. You know, obviously by fresh water and, and also by some sort of salt lick or something like that, yeah. where they could find that. Yep. I, I just wonder if there is a book that kind of like. There's a Outlines history it of or salt. Yeah, oh, there absolutely. is. Yeah, yeah, it's called um, salt. It's called salt. Mark just called salt starts yeah. with a okay. K. Hold on, it's in my oh. it's in my Audible. I'll find it, but um, and it is a great book. I found it truly fascinating and interesting. And and you know, there's it has a profound impact on the history of mankind. So it does. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, okay, I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna read that. Yeah, it's great. And it's um, it talks about, you know, like the phrase of like they're worth their salt. That's sort of like the, you know, soldiers used to be mm -hmm. paid yeah. in salt. Um, and so yeah, you have like your 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 powder, your gunpowder and you have your little salt thing. And yeah. you, Mark and Kurlansky. That's the guy's name. Salt. OK, there it is. Salt. Mark Kurlansky. Yeah. Right yeah, on. I'm going to buy that. It's a good read. Not iodine. Iodine. Iodized. Iodized. Iodized salt. Yeah. Oh, he's got a nice Iodized is bad. <coughs> mm -hmm. 
I want to learn so many bad. like badass big words on this podcast. <laughs> Gondola. Yeah, I'm going to sound really small, smart tomorrow when I'm trying to explain all this to somebody. You're like, hey, Rena. <laughs> you know what I learned gondola. about? Gondola. <laughs> you want a gondola tonight? She's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, you do? You want to go on a gondola ride? <laughs> Come over here. Turn the light off. <laughs> uh, what about... Um, <laughs> What about inf- <laughs> the infusion of flavors and stuff like that? Because, you know, I noticed you guys have, um, like, rosemary and lemon, and, and you mentioned um, garlic, uh, garlic yeah, and stuff like that. Um, what's the process there, uh, like, to find the right balance and things like that? So, you know, the, the rosemary lemon is actually, like, maybe what sort of even launched the business. So our partners, Nick and Bree, used to make this rosemary lemon salt as a Christmas present for people every mm. year. Like long before we started the salt company, they would just get whatever salt and make it. So that was obviously, we were like, oh, if we're going to do this, we should make your signature flavor. And um, so they kind of already had that recipe dialed. Um, and then, you know, kind of the natural progression of like, who doesn't want garlic salt? Like obviously yeah. oh, it's amazing. And the more yeah. garlic, the better. So it really, that just kind of became a balance of like playing with the recipe until you get the right texture. And, you know, um, and then a, a lot of it is, you know, people are always suggesting flavors. We can't keep up with the flavors that we already have. They're always mm-hmm. selling out so we're like mm. well as soon as our production facility comes online and we're cranking it out we're like yeah we've got we've yeah. got time to play with new flavors so yeah. what, so what are what do you guys have right now like in general what's the the line that you guys have as far as different salts and flavors yeah so we have pure flake we have alder alder smoked which you guys have tried rosemary lemon roasted garlic uh there's a few seasonal blends uh rhubarb yeah, we did in, in, in the summer. Yeah. We did a, a special edition glacier salt, which was blue, and that was just basically infused with botanicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for our, did I miss any? You missed the seasonings. Well, yeah, I was going to move on to the seasonings. We have uh, our everything seasoning, which is we have here on, it's great on avocado, great on salads. Like If you make a nice salad, it's a great just way to add texture to it. Uh, eggs, eggs, eggs. Mm, yeah, hard boiled, and it's better than the Trader Joe's scrambled. I'm gonna tell you guys right now because my wife keeps like five of those Trader Joe's, <laughs> all all the all things, and I brought that home, and it was just like, wow. Okay, we're gonna use this. Yeah, up. knock. So it that out. actually came to be because when the pandemic started and we weren't traveling anymore, I couldn't, couldn't get, get the Trader <laughs> Joe's, and yeah. I was out, and I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? I'll just. <laughs> I'll just make my own. Yeah. So that was how that came into existence. <laughs> so you thank COVID every Thank night. you, COVID, for, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just filling a niche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we do have the steakhouse as well, which is like. Yeah, I just pulled it uh, up right Yeah, there. you know, obviously we do a lot of red meat or hunting, so it made sense. Yeah. That would have been good on the shanks. That would have been good <laughs> on the shanks. It is good. You're rub saying you want to rub it on your meat? Rub it on the meat. <laughs> That's right, Chris. Full rub down. <laughs> It's not getting weird in here at all. <laughs> you know what I was it, thinking would be really good? Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Uh, a chocolate. I am actually have been playing with an espresso salt, like a coffee salt. Mm. Um, had to yeah. one-up me, huh? And I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been I I had working a on a collaboration Thought with I the could Alaska get in on Coffee this thing. Company, and they've been great, but it just kind of got stalled because we just, have, we just can't make enough salt. <laughs> so right. it's out there. Yeah. It's, it's gonna happen. It's nice. coming. It's coming soon. Stay tuned. So you're on our website right now. So I that's, am. Yeah. yeah PWSSalt.com. 
Um, we're also on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is at PWS Salt. So we love talking to people. If you have ideas for flavors like like Brando, just shoot shoot us a DM. Slide mm-hmm. into the DMs, and we'd love to interact with you. I need yep. like a spicy pepper salt. Yeah, that's in the works too. We have a, Ooh, a yeah. prototype jalapeno lime. We haven't mm. been able to get it right yet. What we're discovering is that because we're using fresh ingredients like fresh jalapeno, it's mm. so good until like six months later, mm. and then it's oh. like loses all its heat. Yeah. So. Have you tried mm. cooking down your salt and our pepper peak cider? Well, yeah. you haven't had the pepper peak available, Jack. Whoa! So. Whoa. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like shots that. fired, bro. Shots fired. Damn. Damn. I'm trying to get some Sorry. fucking heartburn. I was going to ask that him going? for some advice Yo, about how over. the ghost pepper, but that's <laughs> fucking out the window. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just really I've been jonesing for it. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, you know, that peppers. sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned how it, it didn't last, and, and I'm curious on that because you know, as anyone has in their in their um, wherever you keep all your seasoning and install that stuff, and you find stuff that's in the back, and you're like, oh, I forgot I had this, or I had this salt from here. Is there a general um, expiration date on some of these things? Yeah, so salt itself never goes bad. It, it won't mm. ever go, get to a point where you you're going to get sick. But the flavors that are mixed in, so like the rosemary and lemon, for example, about mm. two years, and they'll kind of just, they just just lose their oomph, you know? Yeah. And, okay. and, you know, again, they're not going to gonna hurt you to eat it, but it just won't be quite as, like, great as it was. So was yeah. the pepper lemon had, like, little peppers in it? Like the jalapeno, jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. It was so good, fresh. Oh, my God. It just didn't keep. Yeah. 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 And that's what, like, it wasn't worth it because if it didn't have that spiciness, it wasn't. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's what people are going to see, the jalapeno on the label. Like, well, that's good oh, for that's business. Yeah. Then you got to buy another one. <laughs> buy another one. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, good eat for, it now. Good for one year. Like, it put, maybe put an expiration date or something on it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, I have some ideas. Nobody for looks you. at that though. They just get disappointed when they pull it out well, of the cabinet. I, I think like, too. Oh. When that's you're buying, true. That's true. You're buying that's a true. seasoning. You're not thinking about like shelf life. No. Yeah. Well, that's general, why I asked right? that because sometimes you pull stuff out and you're like, oh man, this thing's all clumped together. It's probably not good anymore. Oh man. Yeah. I was just thinking about my uh, my cook bag kit and I got my like seasoning my yeah. gallon Ziploc bag of smorgasbord of. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> old pws <laughs> salco was going in there oh yeah we do a sample pack that has nice I saw like that. little yeah oh, is that more is that for hunting or is this your uh it's like my uh cook bag that i do take it hunting yes yeah but i mean i just take it to camping oh okay so little north we had an episode on our cook bag and it's like we all had a different cook bag and yeah. i have this little like gallon ziploc bag that's just got like all of everything. It, everything yeah so if like whatever you want to cook out in the field i got some seasoning for it yep. so i would recommend we also do eco bags and they're paper bags for that oh. to take hunting oh. because you don't have to worry about that's the glass late. being yeah. broken and yeah. oh weight. good call could yeah. could i get a special i don't know if you guys know on a couple of hot dog stands downtown yeah. and i and i get asked all the time for salt really which is really weird dog. to me. It's like for a hot dog, dog is sprinkle salt on already, it. but people want the salt. Like and I was like, oh, I, don't, I feel weird putting like a Morton's thing out there, but it'd be yeah. really cool to have like, you know, one of the, um, your guys' oh, salt or shit. one of the everything yeah. thing yeah. out there. But I'm afraid with the, the glass, some, <laughs> some drunk dude is going to like blast it. So I have to come up with another thing, but I'll get with you guys on that. Yeah, sure. for sure. And we do like, uh, I don't know if you guys idea. know, if you know, biscuit, 
biscuit club oh, downtown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Helena uses our salt in her bulletproof coffee. So we just like get her mason jars of it. Mm. Like, oh, perfect. Yeah. So we can work some out. All right. Nice. Yeah, you can always get it and then put it in your own containers though. Yeah. Then we're not. Well, doing I want a cool. Yeah, well, I want no, a cool. Wrap, I want them to wrap. know that it's that it's actually <laughs> oh, Alaskan well, you guys and it looks in a cool thing. Gla- okay. But okay. maybe if it was like okay. a like a really thicker glass or yeah. something, well, you know, yeah, something like that's going to like someone's not going to drop there on mm-hmm. Fourth Avenue and just shatter mm-hmm. yeah. the salt everywhere. It's so so funny. We have conversations like this all the time. Like, yeah, this that's a fucking awesome idea, but we don't have enough salt. (laughs) (laughs) And that problem is about to be solved. It's about to be solved. Our production facility is going to be coming online this spring. Yeah. So tell us more about that. What are you doing? So uh, I think we we mentioned that it used to be China Sea, the the Chinese restaurant in Whittier. So Mm -hmm. it's the third largest commercial building in Whittier. And uh, so our, our investor partner purchased it for us and we're renovating it to turn them basically the whole restaurant into these evaporation tanks so we'll have we're, we're doing like full fisherman alaska style like fish totes that we're using to evaporate it down in and like i said people will be able to come in and take a peek at it we'll have glass windows we'll have a big retail space there as well so you can come in buy the salt check it out sit and watch the shit show at the harbor and uh have a good china time. sea i got a picture up on on the t- so yeah. is there no more chinese restaurant and no, no more. Sorry. So a lot of people were a lot of people were upset about that because the food was amazing. That's what I heard, man. Yeah. I never had the it. The kung pao and yeah. blow your mind. Yep. Um, and we've been you know working on the building quite a bit, getting it ready for the contractors, and we're almost to the point where the smell of the Chinese food <laughs> is like completely gone, yeah, which yeah. is weird because like you know the first few months walking into the building is like. It's just like walking into a Chinese yeah, restaurant. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just ingrained Sesame in the chicken and Mongolian right. beef. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the bigger buildings there too, yeah, right? Third largest, you said? Yep. Oh, did you say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And we we will be painting it. It won't be red, but we have to wait for the weather because that's, you know, Whittier. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. Real, real quick, is this guy right here in this picture, is he the one that owns, like, all the stuff in Whittier? No, that's Joe. The, the picture is the owner of the Chinese restaurant. Oh, okay. And um, the the person you're referring to is Joe Shin, who Joe, owns, he, owns he the Anchor the, and a bunch of the other okay. yeah, businesses. Okay, yep. okay. Yeah, I, I just... I talked yeah. to a gal this summer that like worked for him and she's like, yeah, he owns like everything in Whittier. And I'm like, Oh, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I guess he doesn't own that building, the condo. What is that building called? The BTI. And that's short for the, the baggage towers. Oh, okay. The one in the middle. Yeah. Is yeah. BTI. And that's where all the residents of Whittier live. Right. Yeah. Okay. He didn't own that, but he owns like a bunch of condos in there, I guess. And he rents them out yeah. and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and some of the he owns the general store, the anchor, yeah, other miscellaneous businesses. Gotcha. Okay. But uh, yeah, this is a huge step for us. Um, I think Nick, when he was on a, a few weeks ago, he kind of mm-hmm. alluded to that we were going to be dropping some big news. That's yep. that's our news. Is yeah, he uh, did. He's like, I'll let them tell you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. We're going to be able to finally expand our production to be able to meet demand and yeah. actually do things like you were talking about mm-hmm. partnerships and marketing. And so we're super excited about it to have. That's been the biggest. You know, I, I'd say if you what's the negative about the business so far is that we have all this demand that we can't meet right and we've done zero marketing yeah so like yeah. looking imagine what it would be like for us to be able to market yeah. and you know leverage technology facebook 
you know, mm-hmm. social media to um, sell more salt. Yeah. <laughs> is there a, a certain goal in mind as far as like how many pounds of salt? Is that is that how you measure it? Yeah, we do. I mean, right now we get about what four ounces of salt per gallon. Yeah. And so, mm. you know, we're harvesting, you know, 300 or so gallons at a time. And so, yeah, basically quadruple that. Nice. Wow. Yeah. And and part of the, the holdup right now is that we just don't have enough space. Like, like Chris was talking about, you know, the shallower the water is, the faster it evaporates. So real estate is your best friend, right? Because yeah. it will, will just go so much faster and we just don't have that space right now. So mm-hmm. that's the goal to be able to get that production faster right Right. yeah Yeah. it's such a cool idea with that like it's so sustainable and longevity of being able to create more yeah you know it's not the ocean's not gonna dry up right right. you're gonna be able to get salt forever yeah that is so cool thanks yeah we 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 love prince william sound and we really wanted to find a way to be more connected to it from uh you know entrepreneurial standpoint and then also sustainable perspective it's really important to us that's why we we make sure we partner up with the prince william sound science center and the stewardship foundation and all of these organizations that are there to protect the health of the sound i mean it's a really special magical place it is yeah it's a fragile fragile ecosystem and it's like i was thinking about um when you're talking about the plastic yeah microplastics microplastics. (laughs) (laughs) write that down already forgot (laughs) (laughs) well i was just thinking about like all the times i've ever been out there and you see a lot of debris on the beaches and you see a lot of nets and you see a lot of buoys and Mm -hmm. barrels and like all that stuff so yes it it's so pure and clean, but you see all that stuff. So I could yep. see why you want to. Yeah. Minimize. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I know the stewardship foundation does a great job of organizing beach cleanup days. And anytime we go out with our kids, that's like part of the show. Oh, cool. it's like, I mean, they think it's so fun. They're like, look at these treasures that I garbage, but great. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clean it all up. There's a lot of stuff, and I know a lot of it's floating around from other areas, and the tides are bringing it in. It's getting yeah, hung up on our yeah. islands. We have amazing tidal shifts in Prince William Sound, and yeah. in fact, a lot of the stuff that I, I know we've seen is all, um, you know, coming across the ocean. You know, it's got Japanese writing, or mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So you're like, oh, that's not from here. Yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy how uh, things travel. Like we go out to Elrington and Montague mm-hmm. and, in our boat, and the things you you find on the beach is incredible. It's traveled yeah. thousands of miles across the ocean. It takes yeah. about a week to get there in our boat, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's a long time there. Put a sail North up. South Twin <laughs> Bay. Yeah. Have you found many of the um like those glass buoys? Like yeah, all Dory's Do- Dory's on one. the hunt. I'm always on the hunt for those. I, there are not a lot of those in Prince William Sound. We found a lot of like the um, styrofoam mm-hmm. buoys yeah. and, and cool some cool floats like that, but not a lot of the glass. The glass gets pretty broken apart on our uh, like our beaches are rocky. Yeah, They're yeah. Not, like, Once they it hits land, it's yeah, it's, yeah, shatters. Yeah, yeah. You guys have an arch school. nemesis. <laughs> competition we don't we don't um like like we kind of already talked about it like our competition in the state is you know there are some sea salt companies that produce in alaska there's two or three others um and we feel like we're differentiated just because of our process and how we harvest and not to mention our you know competitive advantage of being located so close to anchorage yeah 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 Yeah. there's enough room for all of you guys 
There in, is. In, yeah. In, in it's, the, oh, yeah. It's a healthy competition because they're going to help educate the same way you are. Exactly. And more and more people yep. will buy local. Yep. And I thought yep. that, yeah, that, I mean, I was talking shit earlier about the cider wars. We yeah. thought like salt <laughs> wars would be a good reality yeah, TV yeah, show. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, Stir yeah. up some drama yeah, with yeah. our arch nemesis. I'm going yeah. at 300 feet. Yeah. <laughs> Does your tube collapse? <laughs> yeah, Nick and I borrow your boat and just buzz them when they're trying to harvest. <laughs> Cut his hose. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. I, um, did anybody ask, and forgive me if they didn't, I didn't catch it. What, what, like, where did it all start? Like, where it was like, hey, yeah, let's harvest some salt. Like, who was the first one to? I was gonna bring the that light up. bulb, Dory. All right, there's there's actually conflicting stories. Oh. So okay, oh, well, let's hear your version. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, so, if we have to get an arm wrestling thing going, we will do that. Actually, right? there's a funny. story. I prefer leg wrestling. I always oh, win. Oh, okay. At a company Christmas party, <laughs> That's what we need to do at the party next year. A couple of Christmases <laughs> ago, in front of all my coworkers. I accepted a challenge for to Reg Russell Dory. Guess what happened? She well, smoked you. Fucking smoked me. <laughs> but that's a bit, that's a lose lose situation for me, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like if I can. win, I look like an asshole. Yeah, I lose. What are you doing? Oh, you want to <laughs> Yeah, you're cooler talk yeah, either yeah. way, buddy. Yeah. yeah, you're a gondola. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are the gondola. <laughs> okay, so it was kind of born so. Uh, we started hanging out with our partners in the salt company, Nick and Bree. Mm -hmm. um, they invited us on their boat and we used to, we actually helped them get it sea ready in mm -hmm. Whittier for a summer. And so the next couple summers after that, uh, the Brianna Marie, we spent time out in the sound with them, our family and their family on the boat. And one day in uh, June, we were coming back. We were actually out at Elrington Island in Fox farm Bay, which is, fucking amazing place mm -hmm. one of my favorite places in the sound uh we were pulling shrimp pots and i um had shrimp pots water dripping off a shrimp pot onto one of my jackets and it was a bright sunny day and the water the seawater actually turned to salt on her jacket yeah, yeah. and dory was like oh we should make salt out of that and that's kind of how um, it was born. Dory's version is not his jacket, but you know, no, my version is basically that. It was like, yeah, yeah, noticing that the salt like dried really quickly, and I was like, oh, I mean, that looks fun. Let's try it because we've always like we're we're foodies. Like we like some good food, sure, eat, some yeah. good seasoning, and uh, like infusing alcohol has always been something yeah. that we did. I'm like, let's let's fucking make some salt. Let's try it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the same story. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> It, depending on the number story, of cocktails honey. that you had, yeah. <laughs> but that's really it was all me. <laughs> she says, "Yeah." Speaking of cocktails, that that's what it was. It was like we were having shrimp yeah. out on the back deck, drinking cocktails. We're like, "Fuck, we should make salt." And then yeah. it kind of just you know progressed from there to we should sell this. Yeah. Like, there's nobody making salts in like well, that close to Anchorage in Prince William Sound. Right. And I uh, think there's a real market for this. Yeah. Wow. Cool. That's, That's like, beautiful. I love that, man. I, I I was hoping it was a story, something like that. It wasn't like you saw something on some 2020, like, oh, shit, they're making salt. We got to make salt. You know, it was actually yeah. a, a genuine, yeah. organic, cool idea that came from a random thing. And, yeah, I mean, if anybody's done a sound run or, or, you know, messed around out there, you know, you get the yeah. water, you know, you're cruising, psh, 
you get the water splashing on the deck and it yep. covers your dry bags or your coolers yep. and you pull the throw everything in the garage overnight you go out the next day and it's like sticky salty exactly residue all over it exactly. and of course you want to wash that shit off because it's yeah. going to eat everything yes. mm-hmm. especially your reels and everything else but yeah yeah it's pretty cool man that's yeah. amazing yeah. that you would well, so it's selfishly too. It's it's a lifestyle. It was a lifestyle choice. Just oh, like yeah. start a business in Whittier. Oh, that's a good excuse to spend more time there. Mm-hmm. We and should buy a boat. Yeah, offset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a boat, <laughs> going fast. And I got my nautical theme pashmina afghan. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was fucking great, dude. <laughs> oh, Next time Jack's on my boat, that's getting played full volume. I have a, oh, I'm in. Man. I'm in. Oh, I, have a, I have a subwoofer, by the way. All my buddies make like talk so much shit about the subwoofer. I'm like, that adds to the enjoyment of the. Oh boat. yeah, oh, it's gotta be just awesome. I just yeah. want you guys to know that his priorities were subwoofer before portable VHS. Yes, yeah. Yeah. it's gotta have we, the. It's yeah. gotta have some bumps. We don't need a radio for yeah. sure. No. Well, T Pain doesn't need one either. No, you just so. turn that up. Turn that up. They'll hear you. That's right. Uh, Let's take a quick second here to give a shout out to some of the more sponsors. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. You, you want to get out there. Thank you, Jack. Um, fast. You know, you want to run 30 knots. Yep. I've got Saturday, you know, at 5 a.m. till 
the last Till 11. Tunnel. Yep. And you smash out and fish. And I love that. I mean, we've had some amazing experiences. Um, earlier this or, or last summer um, in August, uh, right kind of before moose hunting season and stuff kicked up, uh, he and his wife took my wife and I out and we just did an overnighter. We went through around um, Esther in the passage mm-hmm. and around and cruised around and looking at goats. and Nice. We didn't fish. And it was like the first time I'd been out. And fishing can be shrimping. It can be, you know, halibut or, or, or trolling or whatever, yep. you know. Um, we didn't fish. And uh, I think the next day, so we spent that. We, we went into a cove. We spent the night. Had an amazing awesome. uh, fajita dinner. Right by a waterfall. I'm yep. sure you guys are probably familiar with the area. And uh, the next day, we dropped, we went to another area, and our wives went on one spot, went berry picking, and we went looking for deer. It was deer, deer season. No buck only. Whoa. Speaking of deer, is that a deer call or <laughs> caribou is, call? It, it calls them all in. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of like an eye-opener of like, Fuck, man. Like, we didn't have to drop a line out here every single goddamn time you come out here. We had so much fun, man. They yeah. they went and drank wine it's, and picked berries, and we went and glassed for deer. Didn't find any deer, but was it didn't it, matter. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's <sighs> that's the lifestyle. It's adventuring, man. It's not just yeah. about the fishing. It's, sailing, it's about right? yeah. like, go cruising, cruising, cruising. Yep. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. You got one of those cruising guides to Prince William Sound. You got those. Oh, uh, I saw. Nick brought number who, who six. Won, who won that thing? Uh, Trent Taylor. Trent. And he oh. came up to me. Oh, he, he was so fucking stoked. <laughs> I, I got it. Dude, check it out. Does he have a boat? Not yet. He's he about goes, to buy he, he goes with uh, our, our mutual friend, Ryan Cropper. Uh, oh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's that's our that's our program, man. It's not a lot of fishing when we go out on our boat. Yeah. It's a lot of stand up paddleboarding, hiking. Uh, Nick and I Beach like dreaming about where we're gonna go shoot deer. Yes. Uh, you know that type of thing. Right and up my alley, right there. Yeah, the kids love it because you know you go anchor up in a cove, do like dinner on the beach with a bonfire adults have cocktails kids are you know building their little fort in the woods yeah, or just sure. adventuring and uh yeah it's it doesn't get any better than that man, on the long summer the nights yeah and i i just had this like fixation on catching halibut and yeah and yellow eye and rockfish and yeah and we'll do like the one like the main bay weekend like yeah. fill yeah. the freezer get the reds exactly and, yeah. and yeah. then set the, the net out there set the net <laughs> oh we gotta talk yeah we gotta talk we're mm. not we haven't gone down the su- subsistence route we're uh we're snaggers yeah we but, snagged this year oh did it you it was good this year yeah you sent me pictures yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like for it's, three weekends four weekends you hit it if you hit it right it's always good dude one it's, hour 18 it, fish oh, oh, gone. yeah i think i like that just like roll out eight hours later rolling back with like 70 fish yeah done yeah. then the real work begins yeah, the, yeah. the processing but it's awesome because then you get all that done like you fill your freezer with red salmon you're yep. done for the whole the whole season yeah don't yeah. have to worry didn't about didn't have it. to go down and battle the kenai crowd oh. yeah and exactly that. yep no, thanks. Yeah. didn't nick say cool. he has the freezer on his boat yeah so that's a funny story that he shared <laughs> vacuum that, packer in the whole nine yeah the year that we did that <laughs> we were with him so we went to main bay got like 50 reds or something we processed them all on the back deck mainly dory and brie did all the the 
um, filleting and Nick and I ran the vacuum packer and processor. So vacuum sealed them, dropped them into the freezer. And, uh, yeah, it was like, you guys have the big mega fucking like, it was like a Costco small chest freezer. Oh, Oh, I meant the vacuum sealer. Oh yeah. Yeah. The industrial. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's got the blue label thing on it. You guys had that thing out. Generator running. Just keeping that. Yep. Yep. And then it was our dog that chewed through the electrical. Oh, man! Okay. <laughs> he didn't get, or he or she didn't get zapped. Uh, he, no. We had the generator off when he did it. We, were, oh, okay. we went for a little hike. Just went for a little hike. Oh, he was pissed. He, he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. You can't leave without me. He would not be here today if that generator was turned on. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah him and Nick just for some they don't get along. I don't know. Maybe. It, I think it has something to do with the fact that he chewed through his freezer cord. Yeah. Mm, just yeah. looks at him sideways. like, mm. Yeah. Or he looked to Nick for some of that salmon, and Nick oh, was like, no, I'm going to vacuum sealed the last piece. I'm going to get all, you. Sorry, all ne- bud. We're getting all negative 10 pounds or whatever. Yeah. But it's like a kind of a shout out to like the ingenuity of like being out on a boat. Like Nick was like, I got some electrical tape. We'll just fix it right up and get her going. And they did. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's still that way. Uh, or did you get a new cord? Maybe got, got rid of it. I think he okay. got a new freezer. <laughs> but he still has a freezer on his boat. No, because he's got a new boat, and uh, that one was. Oh, well, that was the original one from L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original one from L.A. and that was just a temporary. Like he brought the freezer for that. Yeah. For that the, oh, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right, that's right. That's right. We do want right. to replicate that next year because it was just such a slick setup. Yeah. To be able to, awesome. you roll back to the harbor, and you can throw all those carcasses out in the water, and I have to exactly. You know. Yeah, the processing was mm-hmm. easy. I want to see the process of getting the freezer on the boat. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you got any footage of that? Or the full one off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's no problem, dude. You got the guns. You got the guns. Chris is pretty built over there. You see, he's doing his, does his push-ups. 100%. It's all the salt, man. It builds the muscles. Well, originally, before we had our setup dialed, they used to haul the barrels up the ramp. The barrel, the 30-gallon barrels of water, they would be. Oh, my. I, oh, I was wondering oh, about that. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. With a dolly or something? Yeah, with a do- with a hand truck. But it was like is, which is a, a fucking million workout. pounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially when the tide's it. down, you're like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't do it when the tide was down. Just yeah. like, like, high tide only, bro. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. <laughs> Just dropped a barrel, wait for the tide to come up. All right, let's bring the barrels up. Do your shape. Yeah. That requires a lot of thirst quenchers to get all those barrels at the ramp. And the uh, cider's flowing. Yeah, we just realized that's not really sustainable for a business. Yeah, so we yeah. figured out another process. Good call. <laughs> Amongst yeah. other processes, right? <laughs> Don't overcook the salt. Check. <laughs> let's roll into and, some trivia. Yeah, let's oh, go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. You guys down with some trivia? Jack, let's go. I never get your trivia. Oh, this one's no one fun gets Jack's either, trivia. Either okay. Okay. I hope you guys okay. get it. Okay, so what's the tower that they all everyone lives in in Whittier again? BTI. BTI. So um, this podcast, this famous podcast, had an episode about a kid that grew up in BTI, and it's her story from Whittier. What podcast was that? It's a like a recent, like a current podcast? It's a real uh, podcast. It's a huge podcast. Meat Eater? That's, is that a that's, that's, just a, that's just an easy. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say Joe Rogan. <laughs> that's just um, an easy answer. Oh man, what's her name? 
So it's a girl as the host of the podcast, and this is just an. Episode. I didn't say girl. Oh, I thought you oh, said, you a, said girl. a girl that what? grew up. The, in the girl mix, grew yeah. up there, okay, but okay. At the podcast is where the story was told. Right. Mm. So it's oh, guessing okay. a podcast, okay. which they, I did and Dory did. No, Chris, did Chris, you have it? Chris? Oh, Chris. Joe Rogan. Okay. Oh, you just <laughs> Rogan. Go ahead, Dory. I don't know, some murder murder podcast, probably. That's I want to say cereal. Cereal is, yeah. no, there's not a cereal. That's no, my guess. I've listened to all the cereals. There's not one. Okay, well, then I'm wrong. Oh, wow. uh, it was actually, or did you guess? No. Okay. Kind yeah. of. Um, I have no idea. All right. It's not true crime and it's not outdoor. Mm. It was This American Life. Shut up. Oh. Yeah, that's an obvious answer. Damn. Yeah, Damn, and it I was, always listen to yeah. that one, It was incredible. She was in high school, and it, it was about her life when growing up. When was that? Uh, I don't know. We could look it up, but probably oh, about four or five years ago. Damn. It's a really up. cool okay. one to listen what's to. The girl's, what, what, what's the 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 kid's name? Girl's name? Did you just ever even just right. Uh, this American, this American Life. Life and Whittier or something. Okay. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it like four or five years ago. Hmm. Pull up a video, maybe. Are you mm. sure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I'm gonna check the. I'll, I'll find. I'll that find was it a really, really good question, dude. That was good. Because it like good. totally goes with our subject. Right. We're talking about. Hundred yeah. percent. And that building is so mysterious, man. Well, now, are like you a, thinking of the BTI or are you thinking of the Buckner, Buckner. building? Like the abandoned... <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I get that. That's the oh, yeah, military yeah. barracks, yeah, yeah. right? Or yeah. hospital? Or what was that? That was everything. Movie theater. Everything. So oh, it's haunted. Alley. It's haunted. It's super cool. Haunted you with asbestos. You can't get in there very easily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get a little extra something. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean the uh, BT... The BTI. The yeah. BTI yeah. is yeah. just so like... I don't know. I've never been in it. Really? I imagine you smell everything from top ramen to macaroni and cheese to Mongolian beef, probably. <laughs> yeah, and there's the no privacy. Seat. It's crazy because the building is kind of like U-shaped. Yeah. And so everybody's side. like Oh, behind, behind, behind the building. Is, yeah, and so everybody oh, can see into everybody's like, like shit, like their yeah. living room oh, yeah. and bedrooms. Oh, so you go out on your like little uh, patio or uh, deck. I don't think there's any There's no patios, patios. On, in, on that side, but oh, okay. um, yeah, you can just see if people don't have their blinds closed definitely see wow. yeah. did you guys consider um maybe building a couple bedrooms on the top there for is some of your yeah, for, are, for your guys' yeah. uh employees and yeah, stuff like that there's well, four the bedrooms oh there yeah, is okay yeah that's where we're we're staying currently <laughs> mm, nice <laughs> not on the boat well i mean that may be where we end up yeah. <laughs> how, yeah how many days a week are you actually down there Depends on what season it is. Yes. Okay. Uh, average. The, say average. In the winter. The okay. Yeah. In the winter, it's just on the weekends, but not mm-hmm. every weekend because mm-hmm. we're it's slower. And then in the summer. In the summer, we're there seven, all the time, seven days a week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really. Yeah, so, so Chris, there. do you get a uh, a break from work? Like they, or do you are you able to do work there? I usually am. I work from home. So oh, I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm usually at home during the week, and then I head down Friday night. So occasionally, I will work you know from Whittier on you gotcha. know, certain days but, mainly, but you have that yeah. flexibility allowing you to get down there and do exactly. your thing yeah. badass it's hard to it's hard for him to work there since there's like all the kids are running around yeah. sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah you have two kids you guys said yep. we have two yeah. what's their ages eight and ten eight and oh so yeah they're busy oh same yeah. as my boys 
Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's good age. It's boy girl. Girls. Two girls. girls. They still like us. Hey. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. going to change in like three years. <laughs> yeah, we're so yeah. we're told. They're have ripping you, on have this. You guys, um, yeah. Have you guys seen the new Disney Plus movie, uh, Red? Oh, red we pan- just watched it. Yeah. Red? Turning we red. just watched it like, yeah. you, last night. It felt very appropriate. Did you, yeah. Guys yeah. Get, did you guys get the gist of what it is? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it was the perfect time to watch it with our young girls. Like, they were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we like, we, well, there's a lot of girls in our house. Like we know about this. Stuff. Yeah. My 13 year old's coming home on Thursday and mm. I'm like, oh, we're going to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Because it's a movie's based on a, on a, a Chinese Canadian 13 year old girl. And I won't, I'll leave it at that. Okay. But it's, it's funny. It's funny. It is. It's, yeah. it's leave okay. it to Disney. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought that was a crafty way to kind of like spin the whole so good. It was. teenager shift thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I like that age. That's not like a common age that is like the star of your show. And right. it's such an oh, awkward. No. I mean, Jesus. Is there a worse time in your life? Seventh <laughs> <Yeah>. grade? <laughs> right. Ugh. Just sucks. I had a rough there, junior high, man. There tends to rough. be a, a lot of stories that are classics of coming to age tales, but they're usually boys. Mm. That's yeah. changing though, like with the frozen and right, yeah, yeah. more yeah. female led. It's characters. pretty cool to have, you know. Yeah. And it's it, funny because the I, I watched the making of it last night. Oh, like cool. I was like, what is going on with this Holy movie, man? I, I did. I geeked out. I, yeah. I geeked out. Everybody dive. went to bed, and I was like, man, I gotta know. Your daughter's <laughs> a little older, though, right? Like, I, well, I have a thirteen, eight, and okay. three, so I have three oh, of them. Okay, and, yeah, and uh, so I watched it, and it was like specific to like the year two thousand two. Because if you notice in the movie, there's like no cell phones. Yeah. I was like, what? Okay. So that's what mm. I, I watched it for the third time with my two little ones who have no idea what the premise of the movie means. They just see the stuff. Yeah, they think the it's cool. And yeah, the big panda, panda and the funny yeah. stuff. And then there's a lot of adult humor in there and yeah. everything else. But anyway, I finally watched it and I was like, ah, oh, I got it. Okay. I'm going to watch this with my 13 year old. Anyway, sorry, trivia continue. Okay, back to the trivia, Jack. <laughs> so you found it. So the one that you oh. did oh, find oh, oh, that oh, was oh. number 555 and it was, it was called, um, the incredible rarity of changing your mind. So the This American Life does like a topic like uh, like that, and then there'll be like three or four stories, say, yeah. on that topic, and it it might not fo- follow the context of what that means or whatever. Mm. Um, so anyway, that one of the stories on there is the Whittier. That's the right on. I'm going to go check it out. So, yeah, I'm going to have to listen so to So listen now. to this first, and then go listen to that. Yeah, that's, that's right. Number that's 555. AWP episode 57 first. All right. <laughs> So uh, now that we dove into that, let's uh, let's get the next question going here. So, uh, Chris, you answer last. <laughs> Who won the Iron Dog this year? Oh my gosh! Oh, I just saw it. Mike Morgan and them boys were j- at the party, and yeah, they, they got third. Set, no, they got in second. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ellenberger team, is my guess. Team five, I think. Team five. <sighs> Come on. Why do you want me to go last, bro? <laughs> I'm going to say it's like Ellenberger. That's my guess. I'm, I'm, I'm not. It's something like it, that. It's I two think. last names that are like very similar sounding. Do you know? God, no. <laughs> Dory doesn't know. All right. We're going with Chris. Acklestad. Yeah. Acklestad and oh, Olstad, right? Okay. See the stad. They do, they do the, stad. Yeah, they it's do the stad. Yeah. At the end. Was it team five? I, I don't know if it team. I don't know numbers. Well, they're, that's how they roll. They're like team five, Start team at one. ten. <laughs> Start at one I think you're right. I think you're right, Brennan. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Let's get facts going here. Okay. 
Right. Just Google Team Five. Brandon can look. Oh, that yeah, up. Team Five, real quick. Let's get that, and then we'll go. Nope, to the next it's one. not. Oh, that's not Team Five. Sorry, sorry, guys. Team Five, you did not take. I think place. it's seven. Why don't you write their names? Oh, I, well. Because they can't spell that. <laughs> there they are. It's Team Seven. Oh, it was right, Team Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, boom, yep. got yep. it. Olstad and Eckelstad. How do you, Eckelstad. you know how long it took them? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Oh, are they, man, they I are was following um, Skidoo. I They're Skidoo, Hawaii. though, right? Skidoo boys? Skidoo, yep, they yeah. are. Yeah. I want to say they won last year, too. They are did. They back to back. They're, they're multi-time champions. Yeah, they yeah. won last year. It's funny because the story um, last year is they won and they didn't know. Yeah, they, like, really? Yeah, up and then, like, everybody's like, woo! And they're like, what? Like, Yeah, because the, the team that was leading, I think it was Boylan, <laughs> they had mechanical trouble. Right, just like oh, the very, at the time, like a heartbreak, yep. like mechanical, right at the end of the or, race. Or no, or no, I think they got they took a long wrong route and they got into some like shit in the woods or something and like oh, and then they had to make up the time and thought they lost. Yeah, oh, that's what it was. That that was the team that won. They got messed up. Man, I'm fucking it all up. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it took it took 53 hours and 27 minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay, the next one is. Who won the Iditarod? It's a guy I've never heard I of. I know it was not. It, yeah, it was a new winner. I want to say it's mm -hmm. Sass. Sass. Oh, yeah, I want to say it's Sass. I think that's, that's it. my guess. I like it that was. name. Yeah. I'm not even going to guess. I think you just it nailed was it. Sass. It was Sass. Yeah, and how long Sass did it take? Sass with two S's. Ooh, I don't know that. Brent Sass won it, and how long? Ooh. Record time, right? How many days? I want to say nine days. I don't want to say right under nine days. It was like so fast. Uh, it's not slow. Seven days. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Team Salt. Eight. Eight. Sixty-nine. I want to say gondola. <laughs> yeah. It Are was fast. It was eight days, fourteen hours. So oh, boom. Uh, so Daniel okay. and Dory right got it. Okay. All right. Okay. I get to take the salt home. There you go. I think you <laughs> jacked it last time. So I did. I did jack it last time. I did jack it last time. You need to share, man. <laughs> good trivia, Jack. Uh, yeah, that was bud. great. Really, really good yeah. trivia, dude. Thank you. And that's all like really relevant. Yeah. I. You know who? You know who gave us the, the trivia music? I just thought of it. it was Aaron Tangy oh. sent me? He's like, this is one of the old school ones because yeah. I was like, I need something that like it's not going to get you know pulled off Copyright. youtube a copywriter something he's yeah. like this will never and no one's ever heard of this yeah he probably went to one of his like old computers <laughs> from like 1999 it was on a dvd burned he's like okay i'm gonna get the mp3 and then yeah yeah i think so and he sent it to me okay yeah. tangy we need it back and me and him had some awesome, wild man <laughs> aaron tangy had some awesome drunk conversation you and tangy oh dude we went we just went deep. He's good for those. Full yeah. bro hug at the end. All of it, man. Tangy's one that I did ride like nine times for a great conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was a talker, but I was like, I'm just going to shut up and listen. Yeah, people love to. I mean, Tangy Tuesday is so popular at the cidery. It's Tangy crazy. Tuesday. Tangy Tuesday? Yeah, he wins the second. So he, he's only bartends on Tuesday at Double Shovel. And every year in the, um, oh, the press picks, he always gets number two. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Best bartender in town, number two. Yeah. Slang oh, he always gets it's, second place? Yeah, the dude at Spinard Roadhouse gets number one wow. every year. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that oh. dude, like, is his full-time job. You know, tangy, and he's actually making Tuesday. drinks. That's not yeah, just yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, yeah. just pulling the tap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, no wonder I haven't, because we're always here. Yeah, Tangy Tuesday. Yeah, we don't ever make Tuesdays. Oh, man. I haven't been to the cider in a while, man. I need to get... What, when are you guys' this hockey game pregame? Oh, uh, I think it's Friday, but we're going to be at the um, King yeah. Derby. Oh, it's yeah. It's the Friday we is leave. That the next only week? Is that next week? No. No, it's like it's the, the 8th. 8th. Okay. 8th of April. It's coming quick, though. Yeah. yeah, you're getting ready to launch your boat for yeah, the King man. Derby. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be you nice. got your batteries charged up? You guys bringing your boat down for that? Nah. We'll be salting and Whittier, yeah. but we will be ready for the shrimp opener. Sweet. I think I'm going to so, come down for that, too. We'll see. But you. the plan's on the way back from Homer to drop it. Nice. Oh, perfect. Well, I'll be at the um, top of the the ramp Snapchatting you. So oh, yeah. anybody that follows me on Snapchat can see you launching your boat live. Awesome. I can't wait. Mm, no yeah. pressure. <laughs> uh, so the anxiety's gone. It's, <laughs> it, it's only in the summer there. So. Well, at least you only got to dunk it like once and then yeah. maybe pull it out to wash it again. Oh, it's and not. It. The anxiety is not about pulling it in and out of the boat. It's all the other crazy people oh. yelling at each other. Like not being yeah. able to pull it in, their wife's yelling at them, he's yelling at his wife, then my dad walks over and is like, I'll just back in your boat for you. And I was like, This is the most <laughs> embarrassing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's not a what so what's the funniest story you've ever seen? It was it, it, it was that, that I, I I did an abbreviated version, but the dude was trying to get his boat in the water and like just couldn't get it in. Or no, it was out. Try to get it out, just couldn't do it was taken up the far left side for like i don't know 30 minutes and my dad is just like pacing back and forth because all the boats are built up just and it's windy oh, yeah. getting mad it's windy and it's like oh, like you know blowing everyone back down towards the gas pump and then um and he's just like getting anxious because he's like sees everyone else's condition and like realizes how they feel and so finally he just walked up and he's like look i'm gonna do this for you and like got in his car backed it down told the dude's wife exactly what to do i went down to help we got it on the trailer and and then out and the dude was like totally you know he felt pretty bad like uh, he yeah and he relieved, had a bad right? day like probably but not really uh, it was definitely like a hard day for that guy uh, but anyway yeah that's, it was a nice thing to do it is I, that's kudos to him for doing that and it's it gets rowdy down there like on sunday at like six o'clock <laughs> between six and ten Might as well stay till on Monday a sunny morning. weekend yes. that when the when the fucking line for the boat launch is outside of the harbor yeah. you're like bro yeah just we're you're staying not we're not you're not gonna make the last a shotgun yeah. and throw an anchor down yeah just or just it. get us get a transient slip or yeah. you yeah. know whatever yeah mm -hmm. they should almost have like a certified line and the rookie line oh uh. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the quick line that they have at yeah. Costco now. And then yeah, everyone yeah. Else but has. then everyone thinks they're certified. Yeah. So yeah. In the you got to get a card. Hashtag qualified. The, yeah. 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 Certified. Uh, in the Marina phase two, are they looking to improve that boat launch situation? They're actually looking at putting another uh, launch ramp at the head of the bay. Okay. Yeah. Which oh, would oh I where think the helicopter pad is and where everybody camps right Yeah, there? where the airstrip is. Airstrip. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, there'll be a yeah. whole second marina. Okay. Yeah. I think that the that is a separate project from the head of the bay project. The, mm. la the launch ramp is. So it's, yeah, I don't it's really needed know. badly. Oh, I mean, 100%. It's kind of like silly how it's all bottlenecked to that one yeah. ramp. Now, you can do the back ramp. You guys know Smitty's. about the, 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 yeah, the Linden one over there. Yeah. But it's so weird. It is. Like, it feels like you're doing something illegal, but you're not. And then it's like. I can't uh, say I've ever used it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've done it one time with my buddy and he's like, yeah, I just go park the truck up on the road. And I'm like, what? Uh, 
okay. And so we drop his boat. I drive up there, and I'm like, uh, I don't see any other trucks on the road. Like, I don't want to <laughs> leave his, like, $70,000 truck sitting up there. Like, I don't know what's going to happen to it. So I call him. I'm like, dude, I don't know where to go. Just fucking park up there on the road. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, there's trucks all over. I'm like, but there no. isn't, man. I don't want to tell you. So I had a really bad experience with that yeah. launch. And then uh, he and his wife dropped their boat, and uh, he went to go take the truck up in the she was like rearranging stuff and getting stuff situated, and <laughs> the tide went out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then I don't think they've used that launch ever since. Yeah, yeah. We've like, seen mm. like multiple divorces happen in real time. <laughs> oh yeah, that I could bet. make a divorce and happen. It puts a, a lot of stress on a marriage. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I've got two funny stories about that. The first one is when we bought our boat the first time we ever launched it. Uh, luckily, our partner Nick was there. Um, the owner delivered the boat to me without a plug. Uh, and I was just getting ready to back it down. How's and, that possible? And uh, Nick was like, hey, just did you put the plug in? I'm like, yeah. I'm just, I'll just go check. Like, we went over it when we did, when we bought the boat. Like, he showed me the plug and everything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he happened to be, the, the previous owner happened to be out of town. So I called him because I'm like, I'm looking everywhere on the boat. The plug wasn't in the boat. And yeah. The plug wasn't anywhere on the boat where he normally kept it. So I'm calling, I'm calling. He didn't answer. So luckily, Nick was able to find a plug at the general store because he has a good relationship with the owner yeah. of, the, of the harbor store and put it in. But how that story could have gone so much different. Oh, Brand man. new boat owner Dude. launching it without a plug. Mm, yeah, like, geez. just what the hell? Full sink. Mm. Well, <laughs> full like pin on back onto the trailer yeah, when totally. it's sinking. Yeah, and just, yeah. Water you coming in. yeah ruining your experience. Yeah. yeah. We've seen a we've we've definitely seen a few launches without the plug. Oh, it's always yeah. a, that oh, is not sorry. a good feeling. They're out there with like a bucket. <laughs> oh no! It's get so the bad. trailer. Get the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Drive it onto the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but there's been there's been a few days where like you're so chris always goes to get the trailer and the truck and i'm like walking the boat up and on those windy days i'll just go like once you've got the boat tire i'll just go catch people like just throw me a line yeah yeah just oh, helping yeah, out help them out yeah because it's like it gets rowdy mm -hmm. the, that breeze kicks up and it, it always amazes me the people that come in hot with no fenders out and mm -hmm. like oh all right this is what we're doing yeah. smash the boat right oh, yeah, up on the dock just right into it mm -hmm. yeah that yep. wind always comes off that head of the bay it, when the sun drops in the winter it always as soon as yeah like if you're yeah. you know those like early or even late season deer hunts it always drops back and then it just starts blowing down yeah it's like a pressure change or something and it just whoa yeah that's the worst like the worst i've ever had it was nick and i and another buddy were coming back from a november deer hunt mm -hmm. and it was like a legit like sustained 50 miles an hour oh jeez! Yeah, yeah and it was sketchy docking the boat because um like nick had he had to reverse it and then he, when he put it in neutral one of the motors died mm. and so he had to put the one motor that was still running like full like literally full Man. bore forward to get it like up into the slip otherwise we were going to drift you know out. wow yeah but so much room for was, error yeah. Mm -hmm. What was your other story? The other story was a, uh, and I'll go like high level, not to blow anybody out. 
No names? <laughs> no names. It was probably me, too. Somehow. <laughs> it's this guy named Schmack Schmau. I, know. Yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. Uh, we all know that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was at the party this weekend. <laughs> so I it's think Daniel's got a picture of him laying <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> I mean, when I left the party at nine o'clock, he was up on step. Oh. <laughs> I should be laying Tequila on the ground. shots. <laughs> Where's the BW assault? Soak it up. Evaporate. Soak it up. <laughs> oh. Sorry, uh, Chris. No problem. So, when it uh, blows, it howls, baby. <laughs> when it rains, it pours. So, a couple is launching their boat. Uh, obviously, no plug. So I get to talk shit about plug stories since I actually experienced it. Um, and so the, the husband launches the boat and the wife is in the boat and has it kind of like lined off. And then like you see like this thing start to unfold because obviously with the plug out, the water's coming in and the husband like takes off, right? Goes to launch the trailer. He comes running back because i think she called him on the cell phone yeah yeah and uh he's like you know holding the lines the boat's filling up with water she's barking at him and he's like put the fucking plug in (laughs) i'm like these people are gonna get divorced like this is over and um she like like reaches down to try to put the plug in and her e-cigarette falls out jumps in and tries to get it i'm like what? Like Fuck you're more concerned with the no, e-cigarette than you're on the, the plug of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they get, finally got the plug in, retrieved it, and then they were out. Like they're not. Oh, yeah. That was they it. Trips over that day. Oh, sure. <laughs> I don't Straight have to the, the e-cigarette anymore. We're going home. Yeah. Uh, Straight to the divorce attorney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. a tough ride home. Yeah. And then you got to wait for the tunnel. Oh yeah. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> while you, while the boat's just like, water's <laughs> <laughs> flowing out <laughs> for like forty-five minutes. Yeah. Just like <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, oh. Well, Chris yeah. and Dory, man, we appreciate you guys coming <laughs> in here and 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 laying down this new venture you guys got going on, uh, PWS Salt. Dot com. Dot com. And the Instagram is PWS Salt Co. Just Peter, nope. PWS, PWS Salt. Okay. Okay. Is there somewhere that someone could go and in town to buy it? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We have a bunch of wholesale partners, and you can find a list of all of them on our website. But if you're in Anchorage, um, you can find us at Biscuit Club. Shout out to Helena. Uh, Cabin Fever Gifts, both downtown. Um, you can find us at Two Friends Gallery, Metro Home and um, right Johnny's on. Produce, which has to mm. the two locations. So yeah. Nice. And I'll have it at Anchortown Dogs this Ooh, year for the, yeah. if you want an extra any, salty dog. Everything, yeah. everything. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Thanks, guys, for having us. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Yeah, man. thank you so much. Amazing and I'm just going to end it with a little bit of this before we um, get to the... Uh, oh, shit! <laughs> it's about to go down. Alaska, stay wild. speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. 
Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit acminc.com today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge, can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details. Specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth and is too important to be lost sight of for a moment. 
We cannot beat the enemy where he now is. We never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy. And it is unmanly to say they cannot do it. <laughs>